Attention, people of Earth. What's going Attention, on there? people of Earth. Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable. I can't take it anymore. There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin whoop ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott. I reject the reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. Live on all the Internet's webs and tubes, it's Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Live on any weekly radio, streaming worldwide on podcasting who the fuck knows where, this is Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert for Saturday, January 13th, 2018. We gotta get going real quick because, well, we got company, but first... Joining me, as always, out of the great city of Missoula, Montana. The king of Montana approaches with his war cats, Boots and Snowflake, John Kendall. Yay! Who is going to be on good behavior because he's been bribed with cookies. Yes. <laughs> also joining Cookies us on... make everything better. <laughs> he should, uh, they well, sure do. He should know that manners <laughs> maketh man, though. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's the man. It's the manner. Anyway, anywho, uh, also joining us out of uh, blah, 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 Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Rogue DM Dungeon Master Mic Check Radio, Michelle Legon. That is me and painter of JF 121. Yes. Ooh. And also joining us out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master and official button pusher of Mic Check Radio, Miles Legon. Yes. Yes. Hello. Happy to be here and, uh, you know, get your buttons ready. <laughs> and finally, out of the great city of Clevesburg, Ohio, Mr. Kenny Pick, host of Turn the Night with Kenny Pick, which you can hear every Tuesday and Friday uh, here. Yes, uh, and just call me uh, Mr. Telephone Operator tonight because I'm about to add uh, Mr. John Fugel saying into the program right now, everybody. So let's see, uh, let's see if it rings away and uh, we get the man himself <laughs> calling him in frigid New York City. Of course, John Fugel saying, "Are you there?" Please tell me what I need to know, and I'll call you back right away. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was voicemail. So, anyway, um, that means he's got a landline. No, that was. A- this is ha- this happens like every time I add call Fugel sang for a show. So it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. So, um, but go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, uh, w- w- don't forget that tonight we're gonna have open lines for uh, shithead of the year except for the first segment please do not call in while yeah. john is on please it's not that we don't want to hear from you it's just <laughs> i'm already nervous <laughs> enough so yeah. um, all right i'm gonna give him a quick try back here and see if he picks up the phone so uh he might not have been expecting us to call as early as we did but we'll find out so uh, he might have been expecting more of the 705 kind of thing. Yeah, well, well that's the standard radio. Yep. Yeah. But, Hello. Um, 
John Fugel saying, this is, hi, how are you, buddy? This is Kenny Pick, uh, running the boards for Mike Check Radio. Kenny Pick, it's a pleasure to hear you. How you doing? Happy New Year. I'm doing well. Happy New Year to you uh, as well, my friend. And I just want to let you know that you are live on air uh, with our host, Adam Hebert, uh, co-hosts Miles and Michelle in Port St. Lucie, Florida, and, of course, the king of Montana, John Arthur Kendall. Uh, So, But uh, without further ado, Adam Hebert, it's your show. Uh, Say hi to our good friend John (laughs) Fugelsang. Hi, John. I I had no idea I was already live. Hi, I had no idea I was already live. I was all set to tell Ken extensive details of my uh, various drug addictions. This is a pleasure. Welcome. Happy New Year. (laughs) We can do that on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. true. But no, uh, thank you for taking time out of your day because you've got your own show to to deal with Monday through Friday. So I do appreciate it. Um, It's a real pleasure. Thank you. I'm told that you've been to see The Last Jedi at least twice. Uh, so if I, if I might ask, what were your general <laughs> what were your general opinions of it? Uh, sure. Uh, sure. Uh, um, uh, good to know we're trying to drive away viewers early. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> well, I saw it two times in the first 24 hours. I went opening night uh, with my wife and my ex. And uh, the next morning, my ex and I took my five-year-old. Uh, we're going to take my five-year-old. <laughs> Before we realized, uh, not really a movie for a five-year-old, so we brought Frank Conniff uh, from Mystery Science Theater instead as, uh, as our child. And uh, the first time I saw it, uh, I understand all of the crestfallen true geek fans who uh, were very disappointed at a number of things. And then I saw it again a second time in 24 hours, and the second time I loved it, and I got everything the director was trying to do. Uh, there's certain choices they made that I take issue with, but... It's an incredibly bold piece of filmmaking, and I think we forget that Empire Strikes Back was considered a great disappointment by a lot of Star Wars fans when it first came out, and it took a couple of decades for people to realize that was the masterpiece, and that might be the case here as well. Exactly. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah. Well, you're, and um, I asked, Mar- I asked I, you know, Mark Hamill, I mean, he's been very public about his issues with the character, and uh, yes. I did an event with Mark, he's a pal, and, you know, he just had, had, this was right before the movie opened, and he just had nothing but raves about Ryan Johnson's work said he never even curses on set. And uh, and obviously Mark's uh, process of adjusting to this has been well-documented. But um, I, I don't know. What did you guys think? I can't wait to see it a third time. Um, well, um, Adam, Adam, it's your show. Why don't you go, why don't you go first on your initial thoughts? Well, yes. I will say that, I, you know, your thoughts are very close to my own. Um, I haven't seen more. I saw, I saw it opening night as well. Well, the Thursday night previews, and I really enjoyed it. it. It made some decisions that I disagree with personally, but I see where they, what the plan was. I just don't see what the plan is in light of Carrie Fisher passing away. And of course, you know, that that was just tragic. But. Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, we don't want to reveal too much, but that very, very, very final um, exit of a certain character uh, felt kind of tacked on, did not feel necessary to the plot, uh, much in the way the whole detour to the um, the space casino and then the Star Destroyer with Benicio Del Toro, lots of fun moments, but did not actually advance the plot at all. And I think no. the choice they made with that one character who pulls off an amazing feat in the end and then sort of makes an exit... Uh, the exit part didn't have to happen, especially in light of the loss of Carrie Fisher. But I think they would have re- redone that if they uh, if they didn't know what they were going to do with episode nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Also, I know, keep I, in I mind when Col- when Colin when when Colin Trevorrow was still the director of episode nine, they actually shot some scenes for it during Ryan Johnson's shooting 
for episode eight. So mm-hmm. part of episode nine has already been shot by a different director than the one whose name will ultimately be on the film. However, Kathleen Kennedy has said that Leia will not appear in the next movie. Yeah. I think it's a pretty safe bet that Leia and Luke will appear as force ghosts uh, at the uh, in the movie, but we'll see. We shall see. Uh, uh, now, uh, John, I, I got to say, you know, I, I my I had a lot of personal favorite moments in the movie, uh, and and I'm I'm pretty much on board with you and Adam about my initial thoughts, but I just want to say this: Luke Skywalker drinking green green milk like a boss was uh, the highlight for me. Uh, but <laughs> you know, I agree. I know there's there's, some, there's a number of like performances this year that are mm-hmm. award show consideration. Um, I think uh, uh, Cynthia Nixon in a a, um, a movie about a. Uh, about uh, uh, oh god, the poet um, em- Emily Dickinson was amazing. I think uh, Robin Wright in Wonder Woman. I think Patrick Stewart in Logan was one of the best performances of the year. And I think Mark Hamill in this movie is the sort of thing that you uh, really want to give award nominations to. But these are all performances that studios aren't really pushing. Unfortunately, it's yeah. the best acting Mark's ever done. And um, you know what I love about Hamill the most is that he's somebody who became an even better actor after he became a movie star. And it's so lovely to see uh, this wonderful guy um, becoming a movie star again at age 65. He is amazing. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, and I got to say, a couple super fans uh, of Star Wars and of John Fugel saying, uh, Miles and Michelle in, in Port St. Lucie, Florida. Um, well, Michelle, um, you, you introduced yourself tonight on the show as the painter of something. Yes, of JF-121. <laughs> yes. And I love it. Oh, good, good. Um, yeah, um, my my thoughts on the movie are, are pretty similar. I did find the chase scene between the destroyers and the rebel fleet a little long, and uh, it's kinda okay. Kind of felt like it. Kind of felt yeah. like It's okay for spoilers because we have been um, promoting this as a spoiler show. So spoiler if you have prolific. to say anything, it's not that bad. Our audience has been warned. <laughs> But I did want to ask, okay, what do you good, think no. of Porgs? <laughs> uh, delight, delightful. I mean, they had oh. something in there to merchandise for the little kids, and uh, I and I think that. the Porgs are wonderful, and they, hit the, they, they managed to have something they can sell a lot of toys of, but they didn't abuse it. They never crossed the cute line with the Porgs, and um, they kept it funny and entertaining, and uh, they never gave us too much Porgs. No one got sick of the Porgs. People were sick of the Ewoks before Jedi was over. So I think uh, you know, it was a very judicious use of humor I, in Porgs. Yeah, I the best thing was, about the the best thing about the Porgs, John, is they're they're uh, good for a, a midichlorian rich diet. Uh, but Miles, what were you going to say? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was going to say the Porgs were really to me seemed like a, an excuse to give uh, Chewbacca more more fil- screen time. Yes. Uh, just well, to, you, know, you know, if you really want to geek, yeah, if you really want to geek out on this, I mean, I think that um, Chewbacca is the uh, the one character that has been most slighted in these films since Return of the Jedi. Um, I mean, Return of the Jedi, my problems but Han, Leia, Chewbacca, Lando all become really one dimensional. Uh, having Chewbacca do a Tarzan yell was cheap in Jedi, and it was a oh. cheap retread in Revenge of the Sith. Um, cutting out this Chewbacca scene where he rips off the guy, uh, Unkerplut's arm in uh, episode seven, um, really took away something that we've always heard Wookiees do and never got to see Wookiees do in any of the movies. And uh, also, the, as you guys know, the glaring uh, mistake of episode seven is that after Chewie dies, um, Leia, I mean, after Han dies, Leia and Chewie uh, never acknowledge each other. Leia just goes straight over to say hello to Ray yeah. for the first time. So 
you know, I read a great theory that um, they're advancing, that, like this one fan theory, that maybe Chewbacca has been a, uh, a galactic spy all along. Mm. And by, because he was, a, clearly he's a military officer, if you believe episode three, yes. right? So mm-hmm. uh, what was the reason he went from being military, fighting alongside Yoda, to the underworld and working with a smuggler? And he's a spy who's trying to of you know the empire and crime and what's going on in the galaxy it makes a lot of sense and the theory goes so far as to say that's the reason chewbacca refuses but you hope and only had him and luke get them uh and again you know they've such a great character they've done so little with him um i really really hope that uh he becomes more than ray's pet in the in the episode nine mm, yeah well i agree with that absolutely yeah, uh, yeah. i'm See, these are the I thoughts that really, really guarantee me no second dates. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm one of the rare things in geekdom. You know, back in my day, girl geeks like me, nerds, we were very rare. We, you know, we you, weren't you, supposed to like start sci-fi and fantasy and all that. We were supposed to be playing with Barbies and, you know, because I'm hitting my 50th year this year. So, you know, congratulations, I, happy birthday. Yeah, I am. A, I am a. I am a gamer. Gamer geek from the get-go. And I love Star Wars. So, you know, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm one of those rare birds too. So don't, don't ever think that. I can't tell you, (laughs) I can't tell you how fun it is to come on a show and not, and and talk about this stuff instead of, you know, how the entire world's on fire, which is normally Ah, what I do. That's true. I mean, I I really did. I loved eight. I can't wait to see it again. I love that Luke Skywalker explained the entire plot of the prequels in one sentence to Ray, so you don't have to see it. I'm not yeah. going to have to watch it if you don't want to. <laughs> what Thank I love for that, Mark. Uh, yeah. in, uh, in, in the, um, I think it was in three, I think it was a line from uh, the, 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 the Jimmy Smith's character, the um, Bail Senator Organa. Uh, Bail Organa. Yes. Bail Organa. Yeah. And, yeah. and it was when Palpatine was taking control. And he was his his line was this is how republics die not with explosions and gunfire but with thunderous applause or something like that. No, when, that was uh, when all, Padme's yeah. line. But she okay. was talking. Oh, oh, Padme? She was talking. Okay. She was talking to Bail Organa. Okay. Yeah. But the 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 point was that this that was a very cogent that was a very deep thing about that movie telling the story about this is how civilizations die from the inside. And it, it, it feels so, oh, Apropos. Now, about, yes, about this movie, uh, what my favorite thing, thank you, uh, my favorite thing is in the scenes with uh, Benicio Del Toro in, uh, in, on the ship, and he's talking and he's explaining to Ray about um, the, the, it's about the weapons, it's about the people that make the weapons and sell them, and they're selling to both sides. And how it just propagates the war, and these people are benefiting. It's and everybody else is getting caught in between, and that is something you know. When when Eisenhower warned us about the industrial war machine, and uh, I, I think Star Wars has some very interesting, powerful social comments to make, and and those are that is my favorite thing about this movie. I mean, uh, besides of course the misogynists and the racists all be crying about the the, the leads being people they hate, but. Anyway, right. You well, Ryan Johnson has said. Trooper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ryan Johnson has said he's a fan of the prequels, and that certainly is a nod to the prequels because for many folks, the political subplots were their favorite part of those films and the most interesting parts. Um, I, I agree that the, the Benicio dialogue is great. Doesn't advance the plot, but it does bring all that political shading and uh, and really helps. The, it's one of the reasons why the film feels so much more grown up 
than other Star Wars movies, but uh, I'd be lying if I said I, I hadn't hoped it was Billy D. Williams as Lando Calrissian in that jail cell they met, who was the uh, the guy who I helped him escape. Understood. Yeah. 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 And actually, I do have that line that Miles was mentioning. Here, here it is. So this is how liberty dies with thunderous applause. Yep. So there you go. Wow! I can hear the CGI right through my phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, well, you know, this is this is great uh, because all the men's rights activists, uh, they're now the nerds of present day because all of us nerds couldn't get girls. And now all us nerds can get girls. And the men's rights activists are the ones that will never see a woman who sees eye to eye with them. <laughs> so this is good. <laughs> Progress. Yeah. You know, men's rights activists make me ashamed to be uh, an insecure narcissist. I got to be honest. Um, it was really, really a cool Tell gig until those it. guys came around. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, because I, I women, women, getting, women, women getting equality means men are losing something. I don't know if you realize that. No, we're uh, just yeah, getting it I back. Know, uh... <laughs> we, you know, they took it away from us at the beginning and now we're just getting it back. Yeah, it's like you too. It's like you two covering Helter Skelter. This is a song that <laughs> this is a song that Manson stole from the Beatles and we're stealing it back. Rattle and hum, folks. Go ahead. Yep. <laughs> I, I was just going to say I couldn't be happier with uh, stealing the girl I got. I mean, she, I I stalked her right up until the point she asked me to marry her. So oh, yeah. there you go. <laughs> it was a criminal engagement. Yes. Uh, so, well, uh, women need to date more geeks. I say women need to date more nerds. I say this all the time. Ladies, your bodies are sophisticated computers. Who do you want to trust your computer to? Uh, the dude from the gym who's so worked out he can't even touch his own genitals or uh, the guy from IT who knows what buttons to push. If you <laughs> want to get your freak on, you got to get your geek on. Yes, Brilliant. definitely. Oh, there you go. Now, Adam, didn't you have a couple other questions uh, regarding the, the movie? Well, I, I do have a question in, in, in about Star Wars in general, and that is, uh, what do you think is – why do you think it's so beloved? Because I think a lot of it is it's basically a modern myth, which makes it – you know, I mean, peop, when people think of myth, they think of, you know, Zeus and a toga un, unable to keep it, you know, unable to, to, you know, not sleep with anything that moves. Um, but – the building blocks of a myth are in there. So, I mean, is that part of its staying power, or do you think it's something else? Oh, I think that's absolutely the core of it, and Joseph Campbell said it much more eloquently than me, but, you know, the same exact plot takes place at the beginning of all three trilogies. Um, this young person who lives on a desolate desert world with uh, an inexplicable um, genius for technology winds up going on an intergalactic adventure, leaving their world, desert world for the first time and following a charismatic older authority figure who takes them on an adventure where they discover they really are special. It's the same plot in all three entrances to all three trilogies. Um, and again, the power of myth has been well established. But I do think another reason is that for a whole generation of uh, of young people raised on religion, Star Wars was the first time that that religion kind of made sense, or the notion of a religion kind of made sense, because I do think Star Wars became a faith, uh, a devotion for uh, a whole generation, more than one generation of young boys and girls and men and women. Um, in many ways, I've always thought that the, uh, well, when Yoda says, luminous beings are we, not this crude matter, 
when I was a little kid, that defined the soul for me better than anything I ever read in the Bible, the concept of a soul. And I think there's a lot of parallels between um, God and Jesus and the, uh, the Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker paradigm. I mean, the Father's a lot more powerful, but the Son's not really that much of a dick. The sun <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! You know, it's almost like uh, uh, the the force kind of. Uh, uh, it almost reminds me of like you know uh, what Sikhism and, and gurus and things like that, where you know it's like and we're all part of the same big thing, but you know yeah, we're not well, the ocean. The we're just we're telling us. Yeah, we're we're yeah, we're not the uh, you know we're not the whole ocean, but we are a drop in it. Um, so. And, you know, uh, these, but, this uh, whole movie, I mean, one of the reasons I think that this movie is going to resonate with so many people over the years to come is that he really made a movie about the difference between religion and faith. And more mm -hmm. or less saying, even if the religion dies, it doesn't mean the truth of the faith or the belief dies. And that's yeah. a pretty powerful thing. The tenets of all the great world religions will still be true, even if the um, selfishness and greed and stupidity of fundamentalist members of each religion wind up taking the religions out, the, the eternal truths that are contained, the wisdoms contained, will still be there. All right, now, and John, I have a, a God, question. He, if, there is a God, oh, he, if there is a God, he or she will still be there long after all the unauthorized fan clubs go out of style. Mm -hmm. See, yes. there you go. And John, I, I have a quick question. So what the hell did you think I was talking about when I asked you uh, last year what if you could have a lightsaber, what color would you want? <laughs> uh, I had no idea what you were asking me that for. But at this point, my life is kind of so crazy. I just roll with it. It's a it's you were part of the the ongoing Fellini film that has been the last year of my life. So wow. uh, but it was a tough question. <laughs> I had to think about it because like the what's what color lightsaber? Well, the only ones they haven't we haven't seen are black brown yellow and orange i think so um there has been a like black the most, uh, there, yeah there is a black one in one of the animated shows it yeah, was uh rebels like oh in clone wars but, or rebels yeah yeah but uh but yeah orange was that was a great color that was a great color and it was so funny because we were doing this show when i was asking you and you know because we kind of revealed what miles and michelle were working on and I th and 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 I said, well, let me message John. I said, uh, you know, I'll message him and I'll see what he says. And I we actually had the answer before the show was over. So thank you for doing that. And I'd like to pass it to oh, Miles. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Who, Listen, who had... it's beautiful. My 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 five year old thinks it's so cool, and I and I, I love it. And I got to say, um, I'm I'm leaving now to go do another stand up show about Trump's first year, and it really is a delight to actually do a broadcast and talk about something we all care about that makes us happy. Um, oh, and again, it's yeah. amazing how much it dovetails into, you know, the concept of a resistance from JJ mm -hmm. Abrams film to Ryan Johnson's film has really evolved for all of us. And uh, it's going to be interesting seeing what comes, but I think this film is going to be a lot like Blade Runner and Empire Strikes Back where years. Uh, also, I think the Blade Runner sequel follows the same trend. Oh, it's a flop. It's a flop. It's a flop. These idiots say, well, you know, look, that's exactly what happened with Blade Runner. And it took a few decades for people to realize it was a masterpiece. Um, Empire less so, but Empire was considered a disappointment by many. And, uh, and, and, you know, only opened, uh, it didn't open wide after, until it had been out for a few weeks. Right. So, I do think that, uh, that, you know, both of these films, um, the most challenging, and by the way, Blade Runner was an even more challenging sequel in many ways than Force Awakens, because the whole message of Blade Runner is, uh, you're not special. And um, <laughs> so, you know, they're both, the both films had very, very tough emotional pills to swallow, but I think that's what makes them interesting pieces of art and why uh, we'll still be talking about them and debating them years from now. Well, uh, now... now 
I, I want to pivot real quick to uh, Miles. I, we'll do lightning round with John here because he has he is doing a show tonight. So oh, uh, oh yeah, I gotta run. Yeah, run. So, uh, yeah. I, I just wanted to give you um, real quick uh, the lightsaber in the diorama we gave you. I handcrafted that out of a toothpick or f- a food pick fork thing for hors, d- hors d'oeuvres <laughs> during Hurricane Irma when it was passing by our house down here in Florida. <laughs> wow. I spent the day making it then, and uh, that, it, uh, it was uh, our pleasure kindness, making gen- it for you. Your Your kindness is exceeded only by your talent, and I wish I could repay you. Thank you. Oh, no, no. No. Uh, no, no. Yeah, no repayment necessary. <laughs> All right, everybody. Say goodbye to John. We got we to cut him Thank loose you, so we can get to the Thank stage. You. Well, John. Thank you Thank so you. much. Yes, I have to go back to – I got to go back to my life of uh, making fun of pop culture for TV in the morning, making fun of politics for uh, – radio in the afternoon and then going out at night and um, having drunks make fun of me in clubs. So thank you and very I, much, guys. Really a pleasure. Happy New Year, everybody. Anytime you want to do Nerd Talk. Happy New Year. You're always welcome. Please. Right, Josh, whenever you please. want me. All right. Anytime okay. you'll have me All back, right. I'm there for you. Thank, thank you. you. All right. Night, John. Have a good night, Sean. Thank you very much. All right. He's off. There we go. It worked. Anybody yeah. else have yes. Yeah. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I think we <gasps> made a friend, Kenny. I think I made a new John friend. John Candle. John Kendall, what did you think? Was that terrible? Uh, anything to do with Star Wars is objectively terrible. <laughs> now, now, can I go back to pushing buttons, now. Michelle? Yes, sir. You are. You have earned the cookies, John. Yes, you have. <laughs> but well, no, those I'm... that aren't defective, I get those. <laughs> you lucky bastard. All right. Yeah. You, you, guys want to you guys want to take an early break so we can bask in that and process yes. it and uh and yeah. oh that would be amazing yes yes we'll take an yeah. early break but no so. that was a lot of fun and like i said uh he's he i guess he enjoyed himself enough to want to come back you know uh who wants, yes. to volunteer, who wants to volunteer to see if there's any anime series he's he, he likes because i probably <laughs> <laughs> let's give him oh. a few months he's a very busy man uh, i didn't say right now i'm just saying definitely definitely yeah. gonna do that so all right, take it away, Mr. Hebert. Yeah, and speaking of anime series, guess what just got back on Netflix while I put together the uh, break? Back yes. on Titan? Full Metal Attack- Alchemist. Full Metal FMA? Alchemist. On what, yes. that, that wrestling thing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Attack Wait, on it, Titan, it, as far as I know. Nice. As far as I know, Attack on Titan has, hasn't left, but uh, Full Metal Alchemist and Full Metal Alchemist Brother, oh. which I consider to be the best anime series of the past 20 years, it is back. Um, cool. It's it's got some of the best voice work. I know I started watching it. I just we haven't. How many episodes we get into that, dear? About six. Yeah, I think so. It's mm-hmm. a longer series. It's sixty four episodes. Oh, I don't yeah. doubt it. It's just it that we're so like supernatural. You know. yeah. Fate zero. Yep, fate zero is another <sighs> one. Yeah. All right, we're Ooh. gonna make this quick. So we're gonna do Ghost Gun by Hairwolf, and then. Uh, We'll be right back after this. Don't forget open lines for uh, shithead yes. of the year. I think this this new clip of ours will come in pretty handy tonight. What kind of shithole planet is this? <laughs> of course, that's Tom Servo from the Mystery Science Theater 3000 movie, talking about Metaluna as it's getting bombarded by meteoroids. Now I'm gonna have to start getting onto uh, Frank and and Trace's website. Start badgering oh, them gonna, for their yeah. Imagine that. Imagine so, what yep. it's gonna be like when I yep. when, when Trace if Trace comes on and I have this. 
Please stay away from sharp instruments for three weeks after viewing this film and do not operate heavy equipment. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I couldn't figure out how to do a robot figure, so I actually, we, we had to do uh, Forrester, so say la vie. That's okay. But anyway, we yeah. will be back in, in just a moment. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. You're just a big fat panda. I'm not a big fat panda. I'm the big fat panda. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Hi, this is Tim Coromall from The Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower.
lights out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Yeehaw! Sunday, 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 come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new 2016 episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. You're looking at a being so powerful he can obliterate over half the moon in seconds. So fast he's been clocked at Mach 20. A world where he's allowed to live is a world waiting to be destroyed. Plain and simple. He makes it all sound so grim, doesn't he? Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio. And we're back, I think, uh, having some mouse problems, but otherwise, okay. Uh, anyway, uh, that, it's that a was... cat. What? <laughs> Tell the cat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, get You're the having cat. mouse problems. Mouse problems, right? Right. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, that was uh, that was delightful, and uh, so we're gonna introduce everyone real quick. Joining me as always, uh, the great city of Missoula, Montana, Mr. John Kendall, King of Montana. Yay. Double yay. Don't worry, John. Next time, next time we have John on, it'll be, uh, you know, something you, you know, you're into. We'll figure, we'll figure something out. And cookies will be going out Tuesday morning. (laughs) Yeah, you got cookies out of the deal. I think John got the better end of the deal. I got got rooked. Oh, really? Adam. No, I'm, I'm 
just playing. Oh, come on. I'm just playing. Um, just, hey, just so, just so anybody, uh, in, in case anybody's looking for a, a part-time job as a booking agent, uh, just want to let you know a vacancy just opened. Oh! I'm just, I can't, I'm just playing. I swear. <laughs> you got to teach us how to book because we suck at it, Kenny. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. No, 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 no. No, that's I. I totally kid. I. I was just uh, Josh and Adam. Oh, okay. thank God, because I went as pale as a ghost there for a second. <laughs> well, I, I, I thought I said it in a funny manner. Yeah, <laughs> I got it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> also joining us out of the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM, Galaxy Master, and rules explainer, to me at least, for Pathfinder, Mr. Miles Lagan. Yes, hello? Yes, I, I know all kinds of rules, like, uh, well, oh, and I, I just congratulations to Mr. Kendall for uh, being the first to receive the new and improved cookies that Rochelle's going to be making. There, I, I am looking forward to testing them for you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's double guinea pig madness <laughs> John's gonna be lording it over us for the rest of the show like a in your face I win danny danny boo boo etc etc I'll probably tell Michelle nah that batch sucks make another one <laughs> <laughs> that one just was too good make another <laughs> mm. Anyway, <laughs> also joining us on the Port St. Lucie, Florida, Michelle, the cookie baker and rogue DM dungeon master of My Trick Radio. Yes, and uh, painter of JF121. I am so glad he liked those figs. Yeah. We thought it would be something nifty to give him, something he hasn't gotten before, and he really seems to enjoy them. So I'm so happy about that. Well, stuff, like that stuff like that is, you know... One of a kind. There's no one can make another yeah. JF. You know, nope. a, another one of those. I mean, they could try, but it would be a cheap knockoff. Yeah. Yeah, and I can attest. I can attest to the craftsmanship and craftswomanship that goes into Miles and Michelle's work, since I have the Zeno Ken sitting right next to me on my shelf. Yes, <laughs> and we also we also have we also have the the For the Doctor Forrester and the and the TV's Frank that are That's out right. there as well and uh those are going to open up another couple doors for us and this time we shall try to do most of the the uh the, the promoting work ourselves <laughs> i have no idea how to be a pr person but we You'll will try we're not enough that's really. okay yeah <laughs> it's uh it is quite all right i'm glad uh, i'm a <laughs> go ahead I was gonna say, speaking of cheap knockoffs, the genuine article to my knockoff, <laughs> Mr. Kenny Pick. <laughs> oh no, no, uh, but yeah, that, uh, seriously, that was that was a lot of fun talking to John, and uh, yes. you know, he he really is a, a very genuine guy. Actually, I just sent him a message after uh, I, I said, John. I said thanks again, John. Adam and the gang uh, really appreciated you joining us, and uh, we'll bug you again in a few months. And then he responded, be there shortly, had a buns of a time finding my mic. Oh, no, no, that's the other John. I... <laughs> <laughs> you, you have no idea. You have no idea how hard I looked for my freaking mic. Usually I have it, like, right by where my computer is. Well, it wasn't there, and so I had to, like, move the stand, like, farther away. Then my fat little pudgy T-Rex arms couldn't reach it. So then I had to have my sister come in and reach it. 
know. Well, I, I mean, it was just so Kendall when I saw that message. I'm having a buns of a time. Buns of a time. If you only had ended that sentence with son. So. <laughs> you know, I, I was actually going to send uh, uh, John Fugel saying a, a private message on the, the Twitter thing, but it's not on this computer, so I actually have to go to my phone. Oh, say lovey. No, I, I, unwrapping a, a lozenge? Is somebody unwrapping a lozenge? Not I. No? Was that yeah. my... That might be my bracelet. Sorry. Okay. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I nope. have an armful of bracelets right now, so I need to remove oh. them. Michelle Game Mastered <laughs> today, and that's yes, her I dress did. up. Yeah. So where's this uh, trolley car taking us tonight, Mr. Hebert? Yes. Well, we're as I said earlier, we're doing our, our, our annual tradition of uh, shithead of the year. Open phone lines. Call them if you got them. Um, that number is 330-536-1466 again that's 330-536-1466 call now and we'll throw in another one for free do you think um, John appreciated that we were spoiler prolific instead of having to bite our tongue we could just talk freely yeah and you know what we really still didn't really tell that many spoilers in it no I know I'm just uh, yeah I, I did ruin the blue, the green milk for everybody again. Yeah, but yeah, no, but uh, yeah, I, I I think I think it takes the uh, the pressure off of trying to think of ways to say things without giving yeah. away you know anything. You just go ahead and say it, you know, because hey, if you haven't if you're listening to this show and you haven't seen Star Wars yet, too bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and also, um, if, I don't know if any of you guys watched the Graham Norton show. They had Ridley. They ha- no, they had um, Mark Hamill, uh, Finn. Boyega? Yeah, uh, John Boyega. Um, uh, Be- uh, what's her Daisy name? Daisy Ridley. Um, Daisy Ridley and uh, Brianna? Chris, Brianna. What's her name? Oh. Chris Kirsten? Kristen? I yeah, can't remember really, her name really right now. Really tall. Captain Phasma. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Gwen Ellen Christie. Yeah, there and they go. had they had all four of them on the couch, and it was the most amazing freaking Graham Norton show we watched. It it was it was it was quite I, fun. I watched part of that on YouTube, but hey, yeah. look who's calling from Columbus, Ohio. My sister what? from another Mister Mister Cat. Hello, Cat. Yay, Cat. Hello. Hey, Cat. Man, I am so jealous of you guys. <laughs> Next time. Next time. Next time. Next time, Gadget. So, so um, as far as shithead of the year is concerned, there are a lot of wonderful candidates. <laughs> oh yes. And and of course, we were forbidden from picking the low hanging fruit. Yes. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so you know, you consider people like Betsy DeVos who. Oh. God, I wish there were something I could do to that woman. <laughs> well, you could shower her with compliments, but I doubt that's going to happen. <laughs> not, not after uh, what she did to the uh, DOE guidance. Hell no. Yep. Yep. Um, so. <laughs> and, and, and you have people like Roy Moore, mm-hmm. who, who really, really deserves some mention. Yeah. But in the end, I went for a completely different loser. Okay. I cannot. I, loser, I cannot wait for. Go ahead. A, a loser from from the Commonwealth of Virginia. 
in the 13th uh, uh, district uh, of the uh, House of Delegates. Yeah. Mr. Uh, Bigot Bob... <laughs> Bigot Bob Marshall. Woot! Yes! That's perfect. I mean, you know, that that's... I, I, I'm kind of jealous he's not mine now because... That was such a stunning defeat. And why don't you remind people what happened? So uh, it's once again recorded for all time on the internet, Kat. Well, our, our good friend, our, our, our good shithead, uh, Mr. Marshall, introduced legislation in the House of Delegates in Virginia last year to... Um, ban trans people from using the restroom that matches their gender. Which, among other things that he wasn't doing for his constituency, helped to um, inspire a challenge from a young woman who's a journalist and a metal vocalist by the name of uh, Danica Rome to run against him. And um, <laughs> Ms. Rome is now the first um, transgender person to have been elected to a state legislature in the U.S. because she campaigned on the issues rather than on fear and bigotry. Yes. And, you know, another yeah. glorious thing, another glorious thing to come out of this is we have our very first uh, trans fronted thrash metal band on Indie Media Weekly now with uh, the full discography of Cab Ride Home in rotation. Right here. And, and, I, and I am sorry, that was my version of an evil laugh during your. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's, it was good. That's quite all right. But the, the beautiful thing is that this jerk, this shithead, refused to refer to his opponent by name, refused to uh, properly gender her when she came up in discussions and questions yep. during the campaign, Yes, and was just a complete and general asshole about everything. Yep. And his sister... I found out after, like, a, about a week or two after the elections were over, is actually a fairly well-known writer in Hollywood, and she hates his guts something. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's beautiful. That's awesome. And and after he lost, she posted online that while she didn't wish her brother ill. He got what he deserved. <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful. That's family family values I can get behind. Uh, Mr. Hebert, Cat uh, uh, has a pretty excellent shithead of the year there, don't you think? Oh, yes. Yes. That was, uh, and I, it brings to mind a certain uh, clip uh, from one of my Guilty Pleasure movies uh, as soon as I look, uh, that uh, I think is a, uh, and it's not the shithole planet one where we're going to do this one. <laughs> you know, nasty little fellows such as yourself always get their comeuppance. <laughs> they do? Oh, yes. Always. Yes. <laughs> That's a great line. Yeah. What's that from? Uh, the Mummy. The Mummy. The, the Brendan Fraser version. 
Oh, okay, okay. Yep, just when she's talking to that little Weasley guy that, you know, gets eaten I by like scarabs that. later yeah. on. I like that movie. Can you imagine it? Can you imagine how hard uh, 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 Bra- I'm sorry, you just said his name uh, Brandon uh, Fraser. Brandon Fraser. Can you imagine how, how how big of a grin he had when the box office results came back from Tom Cruise's reboot? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Because that, that movie, from what I heard, sucked. Great special yeah, effects, awesome. just crappy uh, movie. So, Kat, uh, what did you think of our quick little conversation with John? I enjoyed it very much, and as I said, I'm intensely jealous. <laughs> next time, next time, yeah. I promise. Yeah. Uh, see, the problem being that when his show is on in the afternoons, I'm at work, and I can't call mm-hmm. in, so Same I here. never get to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could, yeah. but people are knocking on my door more than ever lately. Apparently, I have more responsibilities now since I've been with the company for 11 years. So, <laughs> yeah, Now that this but, is done, I'll have to call in again. I've been trying to stay off because I didn't want to yeah. really, you know, bug him. So. Oh, oh, that's awesome. If there's anyone yeah. John wants to call his show, it's you. Oh, you could no. be, you know... Gamer Michelle. You can be the yep. Gamer Michelle. Just like Trucker yep. Steve, you're a, you become a regular. Yep. Do it. There. I command it. <laughs> so, uh, um, Adam, uh, uh, do, do we have uh, a bit of sound, um, an award that we can uh, give to uh, uh, what's his uh, what's his name again? Cat. I, I, this is the great Bob thing about Marshall. it. I've forgotten his name. Bob Marshall. Bob Marshall. So. We have a we have what we affectionately call the uh, the coily, <laughs> and not the satanic spring sprite. Uh, here you go. That's a shithead of the year award. It actually says it on the base. Shithead of the year. Yes. <laughs> nice. We should dress that up a little bit more. I could send it to you during the break. Next year. Yeah, next next yeah. year, Gadget. Next year. Oh, next, yes. next year. So, um... Uh, Adam, did you want to ask you any questions? Thank you for allowing me to voice my opinion... Oh, it's always fun to have. Oh, yeah. Lovely, lovely race for um, who really deserves to have a uh, something stuffed up there somewhere. <laughs> Squirt. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> well, uh, the uh, old uh, pineapple surprise from yeah, Little there Nancy, you go. huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that sounds pretty good, I think. Wow. I'm a fan of pineapple. I love pineapple. All right. Uh, anything else, Kat? <laughs> no, that's all. Thank you very much. Oh, well, thank, thank you. you for joining us. Thanks for calling, Kat. Yep. Yeah, maybe, and next maybe Theo time. will call us when he gets back from... Oh, he's back. Yay. What? Oh, Wait. There Theo, is. give us a call. Yeah, Theo. We're, we're, we got yep. open list. All right. So, speaking of shitheads, uh, let's, let's, t- let's talk about the Greatest American Zero. So, um... Well, like, we, we no, got sick of a cat. No. Are, are, oh, cat, are you around with us? I thought, I thought. Looks like cat's gone now. That's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but, um, did, but we weren't supposed to talk about Trump, were we? Or no, do you no, want to no, 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 no. hear ours? I said, okay. I said you couldn't pick Trump for your shithead of the year. I didn't say we weren't going to talk okay. about Trump. That's like saying but we're when not going to. When did we get to talk about our shitheads? Uh, well, let, we'll do two next segment. 
Okay. Um, and I think one each. There's five of us, right? Yeah. But I want to get to this because so he got caught saying something horribly racist in the Oval oh, Office. Oh yes. Now, I, I'm going to be honest. I believe Democrats. If it's a Democrat versus Republican, I'm always going to believe the Democrat because they have no incentive to lie. And if it's anybody versus Trump, you're going to believe the other person. Exactly. Yeah. If it if it was Satan versus Trump, Satan, I believe you. <laughs> you may be the great deceiver, but Thanks, I don't. Thanks, Adam. Think... Hello. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I I I love the TV show Lucifer. Uh, um, and and I think one of the oh. lines in there is like. I don't have to lie. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> all right, he just tells so straight, straight up. Go ahead. So he says, he first of all he says, what was it that everyone? Uh, he describes these countries as shitholes. He says everyone from Haiti has AIDS, and he oh, wonders God. why more people from Norway. He says we want more people from Norway to come here. Okay, now why would he want more more people from Norway? What what do they have that that Trump th- likes? Universal health care? No. Yeah. Guaranteed minimum income? No. Yeah. Oh, right. They're more pale than he is. Yes. And they have uh, they have college that's paid for. Oh, yeah. And co- you know, why would they come here? We're the shithole compared to them. Yes. Oh, you know, yeah. I mean... You know, this is the thing is, I love my country. I love America. I always will. It's my country. But you know what? This bullshit mm-hmm. where we're the best just because we exist has got to stop. It's got to the stop. The America fuck yeah clause? Yeah, the America fuck yeah. Thank you, Ken. Yeah. You know. So, I, I mean, and of course, you got all these... Republicans trying to defend him on it. Here is uh, uh, here is a uh, Schmucker Carlson on his his stupid show defending. I mean, here's cut one. But the idea that you're not allowed to say that they're pretty crummy countries, Haiti, for example, or El Salvador. I've been in both of them. That's why people are well, leaving I them think, to come here. So I don't I think something's out of order because that's not right. Oh, uh, poor sorry. Tucker. Tucker's got himself all fucked up, too. Because something's out of order. He, he's uh, saying things before he thinks about them. Yeah. Here we go. Well, good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. Today, as you doubtless heard during immigration talks, President Trump said something that almost every single person in America actually agrees with. An awful lot of immigrants come to this country from other places that aren't very nice. Those places are dangerous, they're dirty, they're corrupt, and they're poor. And that's the main reason those immigrants are trying to come here, and you would too if you live there. President Trump asked why America doesn't receive more immigrants from places you might want to visit on vacation. Why are we getting more people from Norway, he said which by almost any measure, including the UN's measures, is the most developed and richest country in the world. Well, saying this, Trump used an expletive, and that's not surprising either, since he uses them all the time and was speaking privately. And yet, for some reason, virtually everyone in Washington, New York, and L.A. considered this a major, major event. Why is that? 
That's because the president is supposed I... to talk like that. Remember when? Remember when he said Kanye was a jackass, which is true. That that is that is also true. That is also true. Um, and they you know they wigged out because the president shouldn't have a filthy mouth. Remember that, Kenny? Yeah, I sure do. Oh wow! But because you know, it, I sure do. Go ahead. Because it came from the mouth of Schittler, it's acceptable discourse. I mean, they will, the, the, like I said, he could go on the White House lawn tomorrow, start chucking puppies and kittens in a wood chipper, and they would defend that. Mm-hmm. And all Tan you, suit. You, you know, and all you <laughs> conservatives that I know you're not listening because you think, you think you're sm- I'm so much smarter than that libtard Adam Hebert. <laughs> go fuck yourself. You know you would do it. The defense of Trump will continue until it his it, it starts to affect those, and they might start losing their seats. I, I think right now there's a record number of uh, Republicans in the House of Representatives that are not running for re-election. They yeah. are retiring. And can I say this too? Anybody who defends what Donald Trump did is they're reaffirming uh, their own racism and white nationalism. Uh, if if you don't understand why this was offensive, and you're like, oh, it was just some colorful language. It was just little blue language to lighten the mood. Fuck you. We got your number. We know who you are, and we will stay far, far away from you if given the opportunity. I see some uh, for Trump at least. I see some stormy. Oh wait, ah! stormy something in the, the future. Stormy weather. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, her name should have been Stormy Weather. What yes, was that? Stormy, Daniels. Stormy Phillips. Daniels or Daniels. No. Dan- yeah. Daniels, yes. Daniels. Daniels. Stormy Daniels. Yeah. So, John, what do you think about yeah. about uh, you know him you know, using expletives to re- re- you know talk about other people's countries? Um, as a fan of expletives, I don't really have a, a strong feeling about using an expletive to describe a place, but what I do have a problem with is them failing to see the people instead of a country. Like, oh, like, uh, there's a picture that's being, uh, it's being uh, circulated today of a Haitian uh, man that's um, that graduated from West Point in like 2016 or something. Yeah, and yeah, like you know, they they feel they not feel fuck off. They fail to see the people behind the country, like. You know, like I said, they're they're just using a wide umbrella to be like, oh, hey, you know, like, these AIDS-ridden Haitians and ha-ha, whatever. But, like, there's people behind that. Yeah, and and I also think that, you know, uh, um, our, 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 uh, I'm sorry, Trump still does not understand who the president of Puerto Rico is. This is his mentality. He He's is like some pres- ship captain or something. Yeah, he is the president of Puerto Rico because Puerto Rico is United States citizens. 
You Man. jackass. That was such a glorious moment of fucking Trump stupidity. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, Kat says, uh, for doll hands, I see stormfront weather. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get to this next. Like stormfront, stormfront loved what, you know, yeah. Trump said. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, of course, they have this love affair with, the you know, the uh, the Nordic regions of the world. Oh, yeah. You know, to where they freaked out when Idris Elba was cast as Heimdall. Well, I, I've discovered several people who are actually practicing positive Christianity on the far right uh, online. I've run into them because they use the Odin God Thor Jesus things. That's what Nazis did to make Christianity more appealing was they turned Jesus into Thor yes. and God into Odin. And they got people to you know, adopt this nationalistic form of Christianity and abandoned Catholicism and, and whatnot. But, uh, but yeah, so anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to derail it that much. So you need no, to play sorry. the other Tucker clip. Yeah, more from a uh, fucker. Oh, boy. To find out, we're joined by Jose Para. He was Latino Communications Director for Barack Obama's 2012 campaign. And he joins us in the studio. Jose, thanks for coming up. Thank you for the opportunity, Tom. So I think it's, t I mean, of course you can have a debate over what countries we ought to admit immigrants from. And I think we're kind of having that debate. But what bothers me about the explosion this afternoon is the dishonesty in it. And I'll just give you one example. Joan Walsh over on CNN, an analyst over there, was asked just a minute ago, would you rather live in Haiti or Norway? And she said with a straight face, I can't say. Now, that's lying. If we've gotten to the point where we all have to pretend that every country is exactly as nice as every other country, then we're being dishonest. No, it's basically they're talking about, I think the outrage here is about the insult and the expletive that is attached to the people who come from these countries and who are making a life here in the United States, contributing fully to the U.S. right now. They were talking specifically about El Salvador and Haiti, two countries where TPS was recently revoked by the Trump administration. Right. And between these countries, we're talking about the people from those countries. They're contributing close to $170 billion in GDP. No, look, but I'm not, I mean, let, they're yes. making a full contribution uh, well, to the I mean, economy. Well, I mean, it's actually a pretty, it's a complicated, it's a complicated picture. But I, I agree with you. No, if you're saying not. that a lot of people come not, from countries not are good that people, complicated. I completely agree. God damn it. I'm sorry. I used a rain <laughs> phrase. I, I had to do it. Yep. <laughs> and it brought me great joy. Yeah, I'm channeling my inner rain. I'm just going to do it again. God damn it. Here's me. Oh. There you go. Oh, wow. What did you say, Miles? I said that guy nailed him. And he was back. You could hear because the, the, the thing about Trump calling countries shit or, or people that come from the you know, shitholes, the inference is on the people. That's mm -hmm. what it's about. It's it's about Trump talking about the people, and this guy was pointing that out. He's not sent, talking, you know, and 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 he and this and and this Tucker had to really do some fast talking there to try and deflect and go no 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 you know and this and that. I mean, when you talk about Norway, and you see all the things that they have that are better than what we have here in this country, heads up, Republicans, that makes America. By Trump's own definition, a shithole. Yeah, we are a shithole compared to Sweden and Norway. Norway and all yeah. these, you know. It's, Hell, even Germany. Like, um, oh, yeah. their uh, highways are super maintained and they actually give oh, a yeah. damn about shit like that. Whereas, you know, now they're sitting around 
circle jerking over allowing trans people in the fucking military and uh. other and fucking Twitter wars with goddamn North Korea. Like, oh hey, I'm you know I'm pooping at three a.m. Let me tweet at Kim Jong Un. Well, you know, I think uh, I, I actually have a couple more things to say on this topic, but uh, I'll, I'll hold them until over the break if it's okay, Adam. But I yeah. want to come to Joan Walsh's defense. Joan Walsh. I, I want to because he called her a liar, and I want to talk ah. about exactly what she said. Well, yeah, but real quick before we go to break, I just want to point out that one thing you heard Tucker do is he, you know, he's justifying the president calling he. They're poor countries. He's basically yeah. That makes them shitholes, you know. They're, you know, that I mean, and that's the insidious part of racism is that it's often subtle. You know, you see a that lot of a among, dog whistle among conservatives. It's always well, you know, they don't have the balls to come out and call someone the n word because they know they're going to get their ass whooped. So they'll say, you know, oh, that's the poor parts. And what they really mean is, it's full of n words. Yeah. You know, and that's by design. Yeah, Haiti is yeah. poor because of what France did to it, and what the United States did to it, and what Britain did to it. Yeah, continue to do to it. You know, so so you know, I mean, whatever. I, you know, fuck you, Schmucker Carlson. Kiss it's my like ass. what we're doing. It's like what we're doing to Puerto Rico now, even though that's part of America. We are screwing over part of our country and people are letting it go yeah yeah and you know what drives me nuts is people you know trump seems honestly perplexed about why people don't like him miles it's like i mean i i I only kick the nerds in the balls i shove them in the lockers i dump their books i magic marker their weenie why don't they like me you know i'm uh i'm generally not a vindictive type of person but there are some people that I wish pain upon. Now that being said, I'm not talking about anything lethal or anything like that. But Trump karma. is is yeah karma. exactly. Trump Trump is definitely starting to show these signs of dementia, and just like Reagan, you know, Reagan suffered the same you know mental. He started you know I don't remember I don't remember the, his brain was really going. It was more I think I think Reagan was more gone than Trump is at this point in time. But you'll start to see the, the, the decline in tr- uh, uh, Trump like you saw in Reagan during the second term. But I think you'll start to see the decline during the start of this term. It, it, I mean, the signs are already there. But about the karma. Trump, what I want, I want him to have enough marbles still bouncing around in his head that he sees everything that he tried fail. I want to see... I want him to understand that he failed. That his name is now shit. I want to see the look of anger and desperation when in 2021 Democrats come in and wipe out everything they've done. I well, it'll pictures. wipe anything he's done. Yeah, I'd like to see Congress get wiped in 2018. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying that we're, you know, I'm just saying, like, I want to see, I want to see conservatives cry like little babies. I do, too. But, hey, look at the time. Yeah, (laughs) we'll be right back after this. You're listening to 
Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. That's the end of Act One. Intermission time. Go get some snacks. Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio. With the show. Attention, people of Earth. What's going Attention, on there? people of Earth. Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable! I can't take it anymore! There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott! I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. And we are back. Join me, as always, out of the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master of Mike Truck Radio and Indie Me Weekly, Miles Lagan. Yes, hello, and ready to push buttons. Very good. Also joining us out of the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, Michelle Legon, the Rogue DM Dungeon Master and painter of JF, what was it, 121? 121, yes. Okay. Painter um, of JF 121. Yes, and I hate to say this, but my headache is spiking, so I'm just trying to be calm. No more goddammits for me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was nice while it lasted. Eh, for us. Well, I hope you feel better soon. And also joining us are the great city of Cleveland, Ohio, sitting in for all three nights and lending us his generously lending us his phone line so people can call in and tell us who their shitheads of the year were. Shitheads of the year are Mr. Kenny Pick. That's right. The number to call is one three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six. Again, the number three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six. And Act finally, now, and we'll throw in a free Bigfoot mug. <laughs> John, don't worry. We didn't forget what? you or your jingle. Montana. One man rewrote history. John Candle. Hail to the king, baby. Look, Johnny, you're my pal. You've been my hero ever since high school. That guy can hurt people without even touching them. Just what kind of a demon is he? You are under my control. You cannot resist the power of my superior mind. Come on, you you just gotta be so superior to everyone else. No, but superior than you. I'm in the Empire business. You may look like a bum, but you got a lot of talent, young man. It's good to be the king. All right, there you go, John. And, Miles, I am glad to be taking you under my wing in the art of uh, button pushery. <laughs> so, uh, when I when I go, my legacy may live on. Oh, yes. It will be. It will continue in spades. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What's the spot you go in? <laughs> And the master becomes the apprentice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, 
like, I mean, like, vacations and whatnot, okay. or, you know, like, sabbaticals, is like, oh, hey, you know, like, okay. as long as I have someone there to push buttons for me. Okay. Oh, that scared me for a minute. <laughs> All right, now, can I, can I, can I defend Joe Wal uh, Joan Walsh? Or, yes. wait, did we introduce everybody? Why? Joan Walsh? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, well, I want to I want to defend Joan Walsh from what Tucker Carlson said about her. He called her a liar in that last segment. He said that oh. when asked if she would rather live in Norway or Haiti, she said, "I can't say." And he called her a liar for that. The prick. Okay. Now, now here's here's something I want you to think about. Um, what would you do if you were going to move? I don't know, say to Kentucky. Any one of you, if you were going to move to Kentucky, what would be the first thing you would do? Kentucky's Why? a shithole. Oh, if you if you had to, if you had to move to Kentucky, what would be the first thing you would do? Um, um buy stock in take bourbon. My, uh, take my Hillary bumper sticker off. Yeah. Do you think you might research what parts of Kentucky you might have to live in? Yes. Yeah. Do you think you want might want to see if there's a part of Kentucky that you know has entertainment or shopping or amenities or community services or uh, you know uh, good store. infrastructure? Good, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, just anything like that. Wouldn't you want to say, I if I'm if I'm going to do this, I want to look exactly at where I'm going to move, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And we're going to look at maybe several different places, right? So yep. now, if you asked me where I would rather live in Norway or Haiti, I would say, I can't say. I, you know, Joan Walsh got a little defensive about it and say it's none of your business. But the thing is, if somebody says it's none of your business or I can't say, I, I don't, if, if you ask me where to move in Norway or Haiti, I don't know the fucking geography of Norway or Haiti as well as I know the United States. Plus, I How am I just going to say... How am I just going to say, yeah, I want to go to Norway and I don't even know. Just throw me in the entire fake big spot on a hand-drawn map of something that says Norway and I'll just live there. You know, right. you're, you're, we'll, 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 I'll move to your caricature uh, version of Norway or your caricature version of Haiti. That's insane. It's a dumb, unanswerable question. And that's why I wanted to defend Joan Walsh. She wasn't dodging. She wasn't lying. That's not a question you can just answer yes or no. And if you can answer it yes or no, it proves your ignorance. Right. And also, you, you don't know what the requirements are to moving to Norway. You may have to have a huge bank account. You may actually have to have vested interest to moving to Norway. It yeah. may not be something you are able to do at that time. Yeah. So, so to me, to call her a liar, that yeah. is just that is so trashy. To call her a liar over something like that. It's it's not a question. It, like I said, if you can answer that question on the spot, it just shows you're ignorant and ill-informed. Either that or you actually know the answer at that point, which is very odd. <laughs> and what would that be? Yeah. And, gee, what would that be based on? The majority of the who the population is. That's it's, the only right. qualifier they're looking at. It's anyway. just that Tucker is attacking someone that has a different opinion, and uh, it's, it's as simple as that. See, straight up ad hominem. Straight up attack yeah. of the person. Uh, Michelle brings up a good point, too, because, like, that's what we see all the time, you know, like, whenever I mostly in news comments is or like news page comments, because sometimes I feel like, you know, I need to hate myself just a little bit more. Like, yeah. um, uh, 
Hey, just so everybody knows, the Suze has called in to talk about uh, shithead here, but... Uh, Hi, hey, I Suze. called in. Hey, Suze. Hi, Susan. Is this I a prank like, call? No. no. This is the most yeah. beautiful woman up there. <laughs> this is this is most uh, likely... I don't, I'm sorry, I don't have my card open, sweetie, but this is, this is truly first time... This is a uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Susan has been on the show, but I don't yes. think she's yeah. ever been on. She's ever actually called into the show. So is this is a long time listener, no. first time caller. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Ken, Ken was like, do your homework assignment. So I was like, I don't know what to do. And then I found something. So I was like, okay. <laughs> Yippee. I, I called in with someone I dislike. So. Yeah. John, did, were you going to ask Susan a question? Oh, um, no. I was, was going to say, like, you know, all the time we see people like, oh, well, you know, like, if you don't like, America, move away. And it's like, uh, do you realize how much time and effort that is? Yes. Anyway, I'll pass the floor. <laughs> I'll pass the floor on to the Sus because uh, she is tied with Michelle for uh, Mike Check Radio ladies that have my heart. Aww. Oh. Yes, ladies, <laughs> Aww, we're going to need that heart because, you know, I don't know. Because we're collecting so anyway, them. <laughs> my jerky jerkerson. My jerky jerkerson well, is. Well, hang on one second, Suze. Let let Adam set this up for you. He'll let him tell you about this okay. annual tradition, and then and then. Tell me we'll more. Yeah. So kind of, it, it, it kind of you know it's basically you know we do if we 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 need to start doing asshole the week again, but it's basically we take a we we take a few moments to look back on the year, reflect, and find out who was the the biggest asshole, the shithead of the year, as it were. Um. And this is, I think, what? This is our fifth year doing this, right? I believe so. I believe so. Wow. How did this happen? Play play her the drop, Adam, and see if she knows what it's from. Oh, oh, that's what you were asking for. I'm sorry, Ken. Well, that too. A little background information (laughs) and and that. There you go. Uh, So play the drop. There it is. That's the Shithead of the Year Award. It actually says it on the base. Shithead of the Year. Aww. You know what that's from, Suze? Is that um Rebel Philo- Rebel Wilson? I no, it's, what's her name? It's the It Crowd. Oh, is it? It's the IT Crowd. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. So anyway, so yeah, Suze, who's your shithead of the year for 2017? My shithead of the year is Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Oh, and um, I yeah, agree. Okay. Yeah, because um, she um was alleging that um, that the people that said who accused Donald Trump of harassment were liars. And you know, yeah. that's that's not cool. I think I think that's totally uncool. So in her honor in two thousand eighteen, I'm gonna destroy the patriarchy. Oh, that's an awesome resolution. That's good. It's just me. Nice. You know, it's just what I'm doing. I know you guys like are gonna be jealous of my resolution, but you know, that's I, I think she's inspired me to do this. And, I, I am you know, okay with that. <laughs> and, and let me just say that Susan uh, is, is very right on this because, and I'm not going to tell everybody what's going on, but there's a super secret project for Indie Media Weekly <gasps> going on right now. Oh my gosh, it's so exciting. And I will yeah. just say this Susan is involved. Um, okay. And um, two, two other very talented individuals are involved. I'm not going to say anything right now. And I'm going to work behind the scenes for a brand new show Woo-hoo. coming out. 
2018. And I'm gonna, yeah, and I'm gonna um, hone my skills and talents on um, producing and um, working with audio files, and not just audio files like you guys, like people that like audio, but also audio computer files. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but no, and uh, lots of voiceover work coming up. Too from the series, yeah. but that's all yeah, I can say. We've said too much. We've already said, We've too, said much. too much. Yes, but uh, it will <laughs> take down the entire. It will take down the entire patriarchy in the 2018. This is the year it happens. <laughs> so, that's yeah, it. that's it. And it's a number, motherfuckers. Damn it! I'm a revolutionary in my mind. Yes. Okay. So, uh, uh, any, uh, uh, Suze, did you want to talk about, uh, you saw it with me in the theater, uh, Last Jedi? Oh, it was great. It was great. It was a great space movie for the space. <laughs> you know? And I don't know. Like, she I'm liked it. She loved the porks, too. Do you like porks? The what? Porks? Oh, the my pork. God. They're, oh, no, they're, they're adorable. I don't care what you say. I love them, Mother. I love the poor mother. I she want them in my all. home. They look like meows. Remember when the meows came into the internet and they were like owls and cats? I oh, yeah, meows. They look I like meows. I think they would make a great stock. A great what? <laughs> and she's not talking Wall Street. No. Talking st- I'm talking, I'm talking uh, <laughs> pork stock. You know, pork the soup? flavor soups with. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> to flavor sp- soups with soup. Yeah, yes. they're high well, in medical. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean they might be delicious. I mean they're adorable, so yeah. you know. Well, well, puffins are are good eating too, from what I understand. So sure, they were put in sure. the in the film to replace puffins. So. And yeah. I they and couldn't I... get them off the Millennium Falcon set either, like Michelle pointed out a while ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like from. Futurama, the, uh, oh, God, Poplars. Oh, yes. Don't know that. Chicken chicken McNugget, people. It was horrible. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Anything else on your mind, Suze? Um, I just wish the, you know, I just wish that Justin Thoreau had a bigger walk-in on on the whole movie. (laughs) It's like, come on, man. Like, that was like two seconds. I, was I thought you were going to say, I wish Justin Thoreau was... had a bigger... What? No. Um, what are you talking shoes. about? Platform shoes. He's a short man. Platform yeah. shoes. He might. Yeah, he kind of is short. But no, it was just like, here he is. And Ken's like, there's your boy. And I'm like, oh my God, this is great. And then he's gone. I was like, what? That wasn't fair. <laughs> the big fans so. am from Leftovers, uh, if anybody knows that HBO series. Yes. What was he on? Which one? Leftovers. leftovers, yeah. Yeah, he was leftovers. He was starring in that, and he was on Six Feet yeah. Under and whatever. A little but, bit of fun, a little bit of fun trivia for you. Justin Thoreau also was the author of one of the Iron Man scripts. Oh, really? He was, yeah. And he did that. Um, it was the what first was that episode? movie when, that he wrote about Vietnam or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I do a- I do agree with you, Sue. So, uh, Sarah, Sarah uh, Huckabee mm-hmm. <laughs> Sanders, 
is my yeah. shithole of the year as well. She, oh. oh. Yep. Did I steal your shit? Did I steal no. your no. asshole? Yeah, no. Okay. Wow. She, she, yeah. she is a lying, treacherous woman. She's well, you not... Can't, you can't... Yeah, well, you can't come forward and say, oh, other people are liars. You no. weren't there. You don't know. No, don't but she does it professionally. And she learned yeah. it from her daddy. And that's really <laughs> a shame. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Kat says, Sarah Slackabilly spokes shag, or spokes yeah. tag. <laughs> now, there I will you not, go. Yeah, I will not decry her. She is not an ugly woman. It's her uh, insides that are ugly. It's the, it yeah. all shines out and comes out through all of her orifices, and that what, <laughs> that's what makes her a horrible person. All of her She's bleeding. You'll, you'll have to forgive me. Orifices. You'll have to forgive me if I go. if there are some orifices I don't pay attention to with her. <laughs> I'm sorry. Miles Who's is hyperventilating. Is that Miles or Adam? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! You know where I'll she's just... bleeding from, and that's where her evil is coming out of. I'm sorry. I'm just quoting our president. Sorry. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and by the way, our our 70 year old president is not that attractive. 71. He's tired. 71 year old president. He's tired, and he he has huge pores. It's horrible. Wasn't he supposed oh, to uh, have a, uh, a and uh, tiny hands? Wasn't he supposed to have a physical hands. this week? Yeah, actually, Michelle, I'm glad you brought that up yeah. because Kenny, uh, breaking news from uh, Kenny Pick Sr., uh, he posted in Turnips earlier tonight, says, Washington, the doctor who conducted President Trump's annual checkup said Friday, the president was in excellent health and his uh, physical exam earlier in the afternoon went exceptionally well for a 97-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> for a tired, insane dangerous 96-year-old man. man with the yeah. mental stability of a 10-year-old boy. 97. With the, with, the, with the mental capacity and emotionality of a 10-year-old boy, Not yes. Even, yeah. He's like 7. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. Let's, let's debate the, yeah. age, the mental age of the president. Who oh. thought we would ever be in this situation? I don't like it. After poor yeah, after- Adam... Uh, Oh, I'm yes. sorry. I was just bringing Adam back in. It's so sorry, it's Adam. Time. Do you want to? Yes. What, what do, do I want? What? Yeah. Do you want to say this? Do you want to say anything to Susan before we let her go and go to break? Oh, of course. Thank you for joining us, Susan. Oh, okay. you're welcome. And I just want to tell you guys about my new favorite fruit, and okay. that is the peach, as in in peach. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Good. That's all I got. Love it. There you go. All right. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Love you, love sweetie. You. Thank you very much. And, and uh, you know. <laughs> I love the Suze. She's amazing. She's awesome. So yes. I'm a one lucky feller. Yes, you are. Now, what's this project that, that I'm supposed to be involved with? You did mention talented individuals. Ah, ah. Wrong, wrong. Fake news, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, the Susan's new, uh, project, uh, we'll, uh, we'll have more on that soon, but, uh, you want to move us along to break? Yes, yes, I will. Yes, I do. Uh, well, we'll get to someone else's, uh, we'll, we'll do two shitheads next, next, since Michelle's... Well, let's do, we'll pick up on Michelle's, because I think yeah. she probably had a few things to say about that. Oh, oh. I do. 
It'll just be one second. So, yeah. No problem. So, yeah. So, Adam is preparing to break for everybody, and I will shut up <laughs> and stop talking as soon as he says, we are 100% ready to go to break, and Ken can stop talking now. <laughs> and you have to remember to say all this that I'm going to say now. And also, um, I am the Alpha, I am the Omega, I wear corduroy slacks. You're going to have to say all this to me to get me to stop talking. Remember. So, I hope you're writing it down. Um, Wait, I can write. Yeah. Or I can, or I can slot. Beautiful. Can he fix? Stop talking. Okay, I'm done. That's a new one. All right, children. I'm just waiting for Adam to say it's break time. It's break time. We'll be back after this. Here we go. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. And I'm going to wind up soon, but not before I make a few strange noises with my mouth that will go somewhere along the lines of bingle bongle, dingle dangle, yickety doo, yickety da, ping pong, lippy tappy tooter. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Dogs are barking at the night White trash are burning up that garbage Somebody's looking for a fight Old Frank's out hunting with his night scope In the backwoods quiet as a mouse Lord knows even in broad daylight Couldn't hit the broad side of the house Work hard all day Now it's time to unload When the sun goes down on
Hi, this is Adam Hebert of Mike Check Radio and Midnight Sun. Normally, we here at Indie Media Weekly would do these station IDs, but today we have a special guest. You're listening to Indie Media Weekly, and I'm Lex Lang. That's IndieMediaWeekly.com, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Stay with me and experience the glory of Plaid Sundays, two gigantic hours of grunge running from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern, here on Indie Media Weekly. Whether it's the distorted guitars or the emotive lyricism, few can deny the lasting influence of a genre that dressed down a generation. So turn it on and get inspired. It works for me, and I know that I'm not the only one. Plaid Sundays, only on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Ciao. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank, every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. And you're no match for my brain. You're that smart. Let me put it this way. Have you ever heard of Plato, Aristotle, Socrates? Yes. Morons. Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio. And we are back. I don't know what we're standing by for, but I'm sure Kenny will explain after I introduce everyone. Joining me as always... Out of the great city of Missoula, Montana, the king of Montana, John Kendall. Yeah, let's get into it. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Also joining us out of the great city of Cleveland, Ohio, Mr. Kenny Pick. Yes, I'm sorry. I said I, I sat down at my desk and I didn't hear anything for like a second, and then just instinctively I just went, "Please stand by." So uh, my apologies. I didn't That's... mean. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "What?" So anyway. I was like, did I miss something? No, it was just a coincidence that I sat down like at the instant there was like a second of silence. And then I went, please stand by. So it's me being hypersensitive. (laughs) All right. And finally, out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, it's Miles and Michelle. It's Miles and Michelle from Port St. Lucie. One likes Star Wars. The other one likes Dungeons and Dragons. Miles and Michelle. Michelle and Miles, I'm never sure whose name I should say first. No, I was going to continue on. Oh, I thought, 
It's like, it was on the wrong. I don't remember that part. Yeah. <laughs> My guitar is out of tune. God damn it. Oh, it sounded just... fine. <laughs> oh, it I, was out of tune. I think our listeners need the number again. Yes. That's right. Our phone number to call is one three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six. Why, Adam? Slower. Yes. <laughs> uh, because what it's our annual three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six. Adam Hebert, please tell the listeners why. Because we have open phone lines for shithead of the year. Oh, that was, that was, that was an awkward <laughs> silence. Oh, oh, look, we we have uh, somebody calling our uh, group right now. Uh, hello, I have no idea who this is. Who are you, and where are you calling from? Uh, this is uh, Shane from Florida. Hey, hey. Shane. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing great. I thought Michelle was going to call in and be on twice because it came up as her numbers. Yeah, <laughs> because he's staying here tonight. So. Yeah. There's a call. It's coming from inside the house. Yes. The call's coming from inside the house. Have you I'm checked the children? The with you. Guess what well, I no, am. <laughs> yeah, thanks for calling. Adam, uh, Shane uh, is one of our uh, talisman friends. Yes, yes. We get to play every now uh. and then. So. I'm not very good at it, but I like playing it. Now <laughs> well, it depends on the, whether the dice like you that day or not. With yeah, talisman. no, they pretty much not a lot of strategy. <laughs> Let me tell you, uh, Thursday night. Unless you're the di- kill Adam's maze or uh, <laughs> Morning Star <laughs> flail. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that so, wound still fresh? Let me tell you that. I think. Uh, yes, it's still fresh. That the dice, <laughs> not only, <laughs> the dice hated me on uh, on Thursday during our session too. Oh, uh, during the the RPG session. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I had one natural one. I think at least one natural two. My dice cocked several times. Oh yeah, hey. and well, cats were were. It, were, it, was, it was not nice for her either. So she was failing her roles. Oh, Triel had about uh, two or three twenties on his perception checks. He was spotting everything everywhere. He was nailing it. Uh, but yeah, so uh, we we should ask Shane what he's doing uh, right now. Adam, Shane, what are you doing right now, sir? Uh, listening to you all. Uh, actually, I, I'm reading right now the new Starfinder rule book. Okay. Basically, Dungeons and Dragons in space. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So space, basically, space, uh, space. yeah. That, but I wanted to bring in my uh, asshole of the year or shithead of the year. Um, shithead of the year. Yeah. Yeah. You can yeah. say shit on this radio show. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Sessions. Jeff Sessions, the Attorney Ooh. General. Yeah. Yeah. Just the whole. Yeah, we. Uh, allow you to sell marijuana legally now oh we're going to take that away even though your people the people voted it in and won it kind of doing away with that whole states rights thing yeah yep. uh that didn't work out really well the last time that happened so uh, are we repeating history again i'll tell you what it has the libertarian contingent of the trump cult uh on edge of late yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah. 
I don't know. I'm still kind of I have my doubts about the libertarians. I know they mm-hmm. mean well, but it's just kind of organized assholery. Yeah, it's kind of like the the I don't care about shit club, but don't you know take my weed and I want I don't you know I don't want to go to church and I uh, I want everything without having to pay for it. Yeah, I want everything without consequences too. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, my thing on the libertarians is I I'm more important than you are, and you little other people are going to have to work around with me. Yeah, That's, yeah. Their whole that stick would, and, but yeah, when uh, states that have the marijuana legalized, mm-hmm. wait till they try to take away, go oh, their billions of dollars of tax money from that. Let's see how well they remember that. Say uh, this year when the elections come around, and the people, you know, yeah. Republicans that supported this. Well, I can guarantee you that I can guarantee you that if uh, Sessions keeps pushing this, um, this is in one form or another, this is going to go to the Supreme Court. Yeah, it should. I mean, really, it should. There's too much money. There's too much money on the line for these states to just say, "Okay, okay, whatever you say, whatever the funny little elf guy says. Well, and and there is legitimate. There is a legitimate case for it at the court, that being that the federal government can can regulate interstate commerce. It has no authority in mm-hmm. intrastate matters. Bingo. Mm. And plus, yeah. there's all this there's all this there's all this precedent that's been written by the Roberts Court that basically said states' rights are for, are the first priority. So they can either just admit that the states' rights thing is just something they use to 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 hurt Democrats. Or they can vote, you know, they can say this mm-hmm. is actually a principle of ours. We've li- we've got them by the balls on this one. A very double-edged sword. Oh yeah. yeah. You think but, uh, yeah. you think uh, conservatives cried about gun control uh, in the Obama years? Wait till they start crying because they can't, uh, you know, uh, toke a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the whole thing is that oh well, it's a gateway drug. Oh yeah, no, it isn't. Booze nah. is a gateway drug. Uh, prescription yep. opioids are a gateway drug. Uh, yeah. As yeah. bingo. As someone who may or may not can neither confirm nor deny, <laughs> wink. His use of wink. <laughs> his use of cannabis. I I like to say it this way. You know, it it also goes for like food addiction too, which is a real thing because I. I'm a food addict, too, you know, get depressed, eat food, whatever. Anyway, moving on. The difference between, you know, weed and heroin is nobody is giving hand jobs in a dark back alley for weed. Like, nobody has ever approached me and said, hey, I'll give you a hand job if you have weed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And anyways, you can't overdose on weed. Because if they if they could, Willie Nelson and Snoop Dogg would have been dead long time ago. Yeah, hell anything, yeah. It's, it's, if anything, it's preserved them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? it's, yes. it's it's actually kind of fascinating, like how much weed you'd have to smoke to overdose. Like you'd literally have to smoke like your own body weight to even feel like you were about to overdose. Yeah, and, and I did that in my I did that in my twenties once. And no, if you I'm think kidding. about I, it, Willie Nelson and Snoop Dogg. 
they've not they've not their mental capacities are not diminished they're just slower where a lot of these people that have been on cocaine and heroin and all this they're dead so no yeah. problem there yeah yeah well, and, well look at uh, uh heath ledger that was prescription meds mm-hmm. oh yeah and, and not oh, yeah. just that but like with with weed there's like um no there's no like potentially fatal long-term like with meth you know like you waste away and you know being here in montana like we have a huge meth problem like you know you hear of meth mouth and with a prolonged yeah with prolonged like cocaine usage like it literally eats the inside of your nasal cavity hell yeah yeah Yeah. it'll eat the cartilage out of your nose and Mm -hmm. you'll have to get a fucking implant so it doesn't you know so it doesn't fall in your soup every time you take a bite of it excuse me waiter there's a nose in my soup because it's because it's no soup sir ew everyone else will want one (laughs) sorry (laughs) Uh, but, but but yeah, I I think Jeff Sessions is a is a good call for sure. Yeah, uh, I just, Shane. Yeah, good thank as any, you. Really. I just he just he seems like you know an upright weasel to me. Just mm-hmm. he just something about him just kind of mm, sleazy. Well, there's that whole thing about him lying under oath and whatnot. You yeah. know. Yeah. And the fact that he's been a racist for most of his life. This also is true. Yes. Is a racist. Yes, is. Yeah, because he wants to continue the prison industrial complex. That's why he wants to um, uh, indict people on weed and that sort of thing, because that continues the for-profit prisons. You know, I'm surprised that all these guys don't go William Jefferson Clinton uh, every time they're asked, uh, are you a racist? Um, And then uh, they say, well, it depends on what the def- definition of uh, is is, you know. <laughs> yeah, that because they always good. love they always love using that to trash Clinton. Now yes. we'll turn it around on them and say, "Oh well, depends on what the meaning of a racist is," <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. I definitely. That, think, I was. I definitely think uh, that uh, Jeff Sessions is a good pick. Good choice. Yeah. Just, should we I, should we bestow the award on him now? Yes, let's do that now. That uh, works. Yeah, here we go. That's a shithead of the year award. It actually says it on the base, shithead of the year. There you go. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, Shane. Sure thing. Y'all have a good evening hey, now. Thanks. Yeah, it was great talking to you again, Shane. Nice seeing you. Nice talking to you. Not seeing you. All right. Hearing you. All right. Well. All right. See y'all later. Bye bye. But Maybe he right. did see us because radio is, is theater of the mind. That is yeah. true. So, uh, Michelle, yeah. do you have any other thoughts about your pick for Shithead of the Year before we ask Miles is? Well, see, my problem is with Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Um, I, I, I won't slander her name by making it something silly. Because she, did, Flanders. <laughs> she deserves to be known for who she is. This is true. She, she is the daughter of Huckabee. You know, that's all we can say. You know, he, he, he was a jackass. She is. Uh, 
she is not a nice person. She is a liar. And she is full and well in capable stead of what she's doing. She knows she's lying. She yeah. And she's not even just spinning. She is lying straight and out. And that's why I cannot un- uh, listen to this woman. That's yeah. what frustrates me about her. You know, you know I will say attack one, her look. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I will say one thing is I want to I want to come to to her father's defense there because he said some pretty mean things about him. He is the best failed talk show host, phony Christian in the world. And failed governor. Oh yeah, failed governor yeah. as well. Yeah. So also also. And, and he also raised a couple boys that killed dogs. A dog. That's true. And a he dog. was the best at doing that. Yeah. But. She is not a nice person. She, if she lies for a living, and she lies with a smile on her face and that little condescending manner she has, mm-hmm. that detracts from any beauty she has as a person. I'm sorry. It just oozes out of her pores. It makes her a, you know, a shithead of the year. Sorry. Karina? All right, Miles, are you ready to reveal yours? Yes. My uh, shithead of the year is Betsy DeVos. Right. Now, uh, given all the people that Trump has brought in into his administration to do as much damage as they can to whatever organization or agency that they are running, my choice of Betsy DeVos is based on the damage she is doing is so severe and it, we will feel it for generations because there once you start slowing down the learning process of our youth that's not time that can be made up it's it's not like when you you know screw over a national park you can re-add land to a park but but this this is something that can't be undone and uh i i the I, I just can't have, know how many times or ways I can just say that the, what she's doing is irreparable. Uh, I, I hope, I hope she's, whatever her, you know, she's trying to get away with is blocked because it is damaging. It is idiocracy in action. Well, yeah, they want stupid people because smart people yes. don't vote Republican. If you're a smart person that votes Republican, that means you're in on the plan. Basically, yes. I agree with that. And don't forget, Trump loves the poorly educated. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I... I kind of all comes together when you see how the shit goes down after yeah. you hear all that shit on the campaign trail. Yeah, like I said, so, Republic, Republicans need stupid people because usually when you get an education, you become a Democrat. Yes. Yeah. And I also want to say, rarely is the question asked... That is our children learning. This is true. <laughs> Excuse me. That, that was a George laugh. W. book. That yes. was a George W. book. I know. It was. All right. Is our children. I know. I know. I know. So, that's but mine. yeah, Miles, good, good pick. Good pick. I dig it. Oh. Is there any news we're going to talk about uh, in between these little segments, Mr. Hebert? Uh, well, I w- we were going to talk about uh, next segment, you know, s- since we're, t- well, we'll take, we'll still take shit of the year, 
But uh, I thought Michelle might have some interesting thoughts about the premiere of the second campaign of Critical Role. Oh, I am so sad. I am am, sad. I'm hyper. I'm crazed. I'm like, what the hell? Okay. Why are you sad? It finally started. Yes, but he took my ideas. It's like Matt Mercer and I have this like brainwave connection and now I have to have all this anxiety about what he is creating and what I have already created. So he didn't take your ideas. (laughs) No, no, he didn't. But no, no, I, I, I know what you're, what you're saying. Uh, The same thing happens with producing a radio show. Yeah. You know, it's like you're, you're, you're always trying, you know, it's like news, you know, it's like, Oh, I think I'm going to beat everybody else to talk about this news or play this audio clip or whatever. I'm going to come up with this comedy bit first. And then same shit happened with me and Rocky Mountain Mike one time. Oh, no. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, It didn't bother me, but I'll just leave it there. Um, (laughs) But yeah, you know. Yeah, I have performance anxiety to begin with. But when somebody of Matt Mercer's quality has the same ideas that I do. And I've been it's developing this. Awesome, really. Yeah, but I've been de- developing this campaign for over a year, just like he has. But his is in mm-hmm. his own world. Mine's in the Forgotten Realms. But we're still like almost synchronous on some ideas. I'm like, oh no, I, 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 I don't think I can do this encounter anymore because he's already come up with it. What the hell? Oh, <laughs> I, oh don't. Well, do spoilers, that. kids. Don't, don't yeah. want. Don't if you're playing the game. Oh, yeah. Adam. <laughs> maybe, maybe 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 this will turn around for Adam then. Yeah, it's 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 They'll making it me really scared. Sweetie, it's very simple. <laughs> All you got to do is tell Adam that he is forbidden from watching any more critical role. <laughs> <laughs> there no, because I actually had to stop oh. through. Like, like I don't really want to be, you know, I don't want them to think I have stolen Matt Mercer's ideas, which I haven't. I've been having How a fire. Why would they think that? Yeah. Why would they think that? You've yeah. been working on it for a long time. Because yes, Matt, Merc- Matt Mercer is a bigger too. name, basically. Yeah. It's not It's not like your Rand Paul taking a quote directly off the back of the movie Gattaca for a speech, you know? <laughs> well, I also have performance anxiety because Matt Mercer can do voices, and I can't. I can do a really crappy British accent if need be, but <laughs> Matt Mercer, he's amazing. <laughs> get the castle skull with the microphone built into it and do voices with that. Do Actually, we need to have Matt Mercer on the program to say, Matt, you and I, there's like some psychic link going on because I'm crying now. <laughs> hey, if you have a psychic link and you can get him on the show, book it. Oh, good Lord, no. Get on that, sweetie. Oh, I, I don't even know who he is. And, you know, I know him on, on video, but oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Don't so stress, dear. Don't that's stress. That's my problem. I'm, um, I'm like, I'm, I'm tearing my hair out. You know, it's like, no. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't stress over it. That's, that's nothing. That, that's literally nothing. But, you, it's, you it's know, kind of people are gonna. You're, you're. It is, it is funny, and you know what? You, it, you should consider it. Uh, you know, flattering. I mean, because you know, you have a great mind like he does, right? And yeah, by, that's what they're trying to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, um, mind sync but, uh, you know, yeah. somebody, you know, that that's excellent. So, um, but uh, you know what? Uh, Theo does have a choice, but I don't want to read oh. it right now on the show. Yes. Uh, Theo has Theo a choice. If, if he wants to call in, he is more than welcome to. I don't know if he's able to, 
But uh, Theo, uh, just call in. If you want to call in, call in after Adam comes back uh, on the yeah. break when you hear the sound of his voice. And, um, uh, and if not, if you don't call in, I'll read uh, your comments uh, about your, your pick. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk a little bit about what, what happened Thursday uh, next week. Yeah. And then, uh, like I said, I- I'm happy because Full Metal Alchemist Brother, well, Full Metal Alchemist and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood are both back on Netflix. That's cool. You know, they should have never left in the first place. Well, I oh, watched broke, them originally it, it on Delta Swim, so. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I, but I, I just wanted to get that in. If Brokehammer, if, if you're listening and you want to call in, the number to call is 330-536-1466. Again, 330-536-1466. Um, I see I did it slow first, Michelle, then fast. Better? Yeah, yeah. I actually have to, like... Cut and paste it because you're still a little bit fast for me. I'm oh. bad with numbers. <laughs> I just oh, I'm, I'm numerically oh. dyslexic, so it sucks. No, well, that's all right. Yeah. So the number is three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six is now in the chat. Uh, and Adam Hebert, back to you. All right, so we're gonna go to break. When we come back, uh, we're gonna talk to Coral, and then we'll keep. T- we'll, we got some other audio, and of course, your shitheads of the year. So keep calling in with those. And, uh, yeah, we'll be right back as soon as I press the damn button. <laughs> we'll be right back after, uh... The button. Yes, 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 push the button. Press the button, Adam. I'm pressing the goddamn button! <laughs> Whoopee. My button's bigger than your button. No comment. Oh, 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 uh, it, my, yeah. as as my crap. I gotta get okay, you Hold on. I- I'm getting it out. Oh. It's, hard to- it's hard to navigate with just one eye. Oh, is Adam got something in his eye? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, that sucks. That sucks. It'll be just one second. Uh, well, no I- problem. Uh, I will keep talking. I'll shut up as soon as uh, Adam All right, is... Good, I think. Hopefully I didn't right. queue okay. up anything like uh, abnormal or offensive. We'll be right back after this. Okay, good. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. And I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I think he's like the thing. He only imitates human behavior. He's not actually human himself. Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio. not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable! I can't take it anymore! There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop-ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott! I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, 
God, this makes me happy. And we're back, I think. Join, uh, <laughs> you are, for sure. Excellent. Hold on one second. I don't know if my mic is recording. Oh, yep, it is. What do you want oh. us to hold on to? Hold on to your butts. <laughs> hold on loosely, but don't Look let it. go. What the <laughs> hey, Kenny, who sings that song? <laughs> is that Toto? Oh. <laughs> John, John, he behave just, yourself. He, he just, you just fell into the same trap. <laughs> yes, don't do that. No, isn't it uh, thirty-eight special? Oh yeah, I think it is thirty-eight special. Yeah. Yes, you're right. You're right. <laughs> no, Toto, Toto does uh, hold the line. Ba-na-na-na. Love isn't always on time. <laughs> I did think of a, a new runner-up. Uh-huh. Oh, good. good. For sure. Well, Adam, why don't you introduce Michelle and let her uh, right. uh, do her runner-up? Anyway, joining us as always out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, Michelle Legon, the... Hold on one second. This isn't right. Testing, one, two. Testing. Oh. Testing. My microphone is very weak. Well, I we think it sounds it. great on our end. Yeah. Okay, then. Uh, yeah. Anywho, uh, Michelle Legon out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the rogue DM dungeon master of our fine program. Um, I, I just had to do a really quick runner-up for the, the, the shithead of the year. Milo, nice. um, uh, what's it, Milo Yannanopoulos? Milo Yannanopoulos. Yeah, um, I, I, he's, he's, he, he, he peaked and faded away, and for that, I am so glad. <laughs> and yes, my eye is okay. I just had something in my eye. <laughs> yes. <sighs> Oh, so, good. I'm glad. I was scared. Yeah, he he's a runner-up for last year, and I think uh, he deserves it because he's a dickhead. Yeah, he's a yeah. dickhead. <laughs> In all ways that could be possible. Yep. Indeed, a multi multifaceted dickhead. Oh well, yeah. And then, yeah. All right. Anyway, also joining us out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, uh, Miles Lagan. Yes, hello. Quick and simple. Painless. Great. Yeah. And out of Missoula, Montana, the king of Montana, John Kendall. Boot. Or Cat's Boots and Snowflake. Oh, yes. (laughs) Hey! They're busy napping right now. The evil refrigerator kitties. Yep. And finally, out of Cleveland, Ohio, Mr. Kenny Pick running the board tonight so that we can use the call-in line for our shithead of the year. That's right. And uh, I just want to say I'm honored to be on the Bingo TP uh, program tonight. Uh, I've wanted to be on this show for some time. (laughs) That is so amazing. Uh, (laughs) Yes, that is Adam's porn name, Bingo TP. And, of course, on the line with us right now, uh, Theo, are you there? What? Who says? Uh, who says? Who says? Who says? Says who? No. no. Yeah, says who? No. Says who? Uh, yes, it is. Yes, it is Theo. And was it Michael Cohen who came across with that? Yes, that was Michael Cohen. That was that was a great. He was my other choice. <laughs> oh wow! I mean, it's it's like he he'd taken you know Luke Costello's you know part in who who's on first, 
and just screwed it completely up. Um, <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, well, he did because yeah. he just led people around in circles, and he had this, you know, sort of sort of two word, uh, uh, you know, rationale, excuse, roadblock yes. to throw in front of With him. The- the great Brianna Keeler uh, had to endure that interaction with him on CNN, where uh, what was it? What was it? The um, the she said, "Oh man, I don't even remember what it was about." Says who? Says who? You know, it, what was that? What was that? What was he saying? Says who about that? She had to say all of them back to him. I don't know. Um, basically, that that what the president was saying were lies. That, yeah, that like Donald Trump had lied consistently. Yeah. 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 About yeah, yeah. So that was amazing. But so he he's your he, uh, honorable mention tonight. You you, have, you got another one. Yeah, he's, right. he's honorable mention. My my outright choice has to be Stephen Miller. Um, Good choice. Good choice. Watching watching uh, Jake Tapper throw him off the air this week on CNN. I mean, literally just disrupt him and say, "You've wasted our time. Sorry, folks." You know, we'll be back <laughs> uh, with another segment after this. Quick. I actually um, do have the, the audio. Yeah. Oh, and the you do have some of that audio? Has yes. Ooh. Here we go. Well, audio yeah, you, want a little bit, you want to hear a little bit of that audio and, uh, and, and then let you continue, Theo? Okay. Here we go. That's so, why, the, I mean, it, it, to prove the point... I was, I was booked to talk about the very issues I'm just describing, and you're not even asking about them, because they're not interesting facts to you. That's not true. I have plenty of questions on immigration. You've attempted to filibuster by talking about your flight no, to the I'm president. Not, I'm, no, I'm not. I want to ask a you a question. Because don't, you, no, you, don't be you, condescending. Jay, Jay. Stephen, Jay, the president the reason, and the no, White House. The reason why the I want to talk the about. The president Jay, and the White House. the reason why I want to talk about the president's experiences, what I've seen with him traveling to meet dozens of foreign leaders, with his incredible work. Okay, you're not answering major, the questions. No, I understand. You have 24 hours a day of anti-Trump material. You're, being, you're not going to give three minutes no. for the American people I to get hear it. the real experience you, you, of Donald Trump. There's one viewer that you care about right now, and you're being obsequious. No, you're being which, a fact no, totem in order to being, please him, okay? No. And I think you know, I've, you know wasted, I I think I've wasted enough of my you viewers' who time. I, you know who Thank I you, care Stephen. About? As Republicans, hey, Jake, lawmakers call you know for Attorney General Jeff Sessions to resign. In a major reversal, Democrats are now coming to his defense. What changed? We'll ask the top Democrat on the House Intelligence Committee next. <laughs> I gotta say, he's got big cojones cutting off his mic like that. You just got O'Reilly, motherfucker. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> That was good, but wow. yeah. Let me second wow. all of the aforementioned. Yeah, <laughs> because because wow, that was that was a thing of beauty. I mean, that was it like really being did. at Ebbets Field in the old days, as people have described it, and somebody built one out of the park. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hey, it's baseball references I got tonight, Theo. Thank you. Oh, sure. So <laughs> it's not often that happens, <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah. In, dated uh, baseball references. My, my, my dear sainted late aunt Elda was a rabid. She was a rabid, uh, uh, Brooklyn Dodgers and then LA Dodgers fan. And I used to needle her about it all the time. I was a kid. Then the Dodgers won the, the world series and screwed it up. Um, <clears throat> that's kind of like the big, uh, romantic era of, uh, American baseball. Um, Something like that. There was that quality about it. Yeah. Uh, but the I'm early live television. 
Abbott and Costello, too. Thank you for that. Oh, yeah. Well, <clears throat> I mean, that was, it, it's hilarious and infuriating to listen to because you just want to belt the guy. Um, and why yeah. reporters haven't done so occasionally up until now, I don't know. I mean, at least Shep Smith could call security and have Stephen Miller carted out of, of off the CNN premises, which I pray somebody leaks the video and audio of that. Everything that happened after the mics were cut. <laughs> oh, I'd love or to after, after the feed was cut. Oh, yes. Oh, Please. Yeah, yeah Jake, Jake Tapper cut the mic. Love it. Love it. That was amazing. Mm. Oh, yes. Any other um, thoughts, Adam, uh, or, uh, uh, on uh, this, uh, on Theo's choice? No, I think it's a great choice, and uh, we will make sure, we'll, we will, uh, here's your, here's your coily, uh, Mr. Miller. That's a shithead of the year award. It actually says it on the base, shithead of the year. There it is. <laughs> so richly deserved. You know, and let's just yep. be honest. Wow. Stephen Stephen Miller is one of the reasons why, if we're ever visited by aliens, this is what they'll say about us. What kind of shithole planet is this? Yeah. <laughs> well, frankly, my my theory is that we're being held in quarantine based on on what they're picking up of our television, uh, particularly Fox News. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Trump administration has pretty well sewed it up that no reasonable intelligent being off this world wants to come here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That is very true. They're, we they're, should su- we should not send likely it. to nuke us, uh, but I think space makes a really, really great quarantine if you don't have the capability to, to cross it in any reasonable yes. time. So <laughs> we're yeah, just kind of... Because they can't yeah. hear you scream in space. Unless it's Star Wars. <laughs> well, there's an amazing amount of challenge in the Star Wars vacuum. Uh, what's that? There's always Theo? been an amazing amount of sound, despite the vacuum in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. <laughs> yes, hey, but how? Different universe, different physics, right? I, I guess. <laughs> but in yeah. The Last Jedi, there wasn't a really good explosion in space. No sound. Mm, That's all I'll say. Yeah, that was that was very nice. Um, but uh, have you seen the movie yet? Have you seen the new Star Wars, Theo? Oh yes. Um, what did, what did you think? I I loved it, and I got a lot of the little things like the blue milk. Oh and, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> hey, Luke finally, Luke finally yeah. found the herd animals that can give him the fresh stuff. Well, what's so great about that scene is if you think about how nice it was that he was like sitting at his aunt and uncle's table, nice clean white clothes and everything, sitting there politely, you know, eating his little food, you know, getting a little tantrumy here and there, but you know, drinking his green milk, whining about and, power converters, and then, and, and then you just got to think how how few fucks he has left to give at this point, and how how many more midichlorians are in that green milk. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't stop with the midichlorians. I'm sorry, <laughs> the midichlorians still freak me out and they piss me off. So sorry. But yeah, so Theo, uh, what else about the new Star Wars? Um, seeing Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher again. Carrie Fisher's performance made me. 
I found it really hard to fight back tears. Yeah. Oh, uh, I was crying. During, during the whole thing. Yeah, I uh, weeped when she was on screen. Because yeah, I was one of those kinda... I was one of those nerd fans who heard about Star Wars from my other insider nerd fans. Yeah. And we went and saw it on first release when there wasn't really a promotional program going yet. It was all word of mouth. Mm-hmm. In the first first probably month and a half that Star Wars was in theaters. Yeah. And Fox was twentieth century Fox was caught completely by dis- by surprise. Yeah. And there was something wonderful about that and it's never really repeated itself. You know, one, one thing uh, about the, the promotions for this, too, is I think I've talked to you about this before, Theo, is some of the only promotions, like you said, were word of mouth, mainly because Mark Hamill was going to small sci-fi conventions with, like, still photos of the set and production and stuff like that. And they, he, he said he had a big binder and he'd show people, you know, all the creatures and ships and stuff like that and give them a rough outline of the story. And in that, it, that always makes me, when I hear him say that, it always makes me think of you because, you know, you've got those awesome classic pictures of you in, you know, sci-fi, you know, early cosplay from going to these great conventions back in the day. And that is oh. so, so freaking cool. One thing I've always wanted to ask you, Theo, have you heard about my horrific uh, introduction into Star Wars? Um, No. Um, my first Star Wars experience, seeing it live as a young person, was the Star Wars Christmas special. Oh, dear. <laughs> in, oh, the base, dear. in the basement of an Episcopalian church during a Christmas party. <laughs> oh, you poor damaged creature. I was not able to see any Star Wars feature into the movies until Return of the Jedi. That's when wow. I fa- saw my first big screen Star Wars film. You have to give the holiday special credit for one thing, though. What? It did that predict internet. It did predict internet <laughs> porn. Oh yeah, but that's how I started oh. my Star Wars, and I still love it. And that so I Boba was able Fett cartoon was. That yeah. Boba Fett cartoon was awesome. It was like a G-rated <laughs> excerpt from Heavy Metal, you know. So. <laughs> uh. But that, and I, I, I am married to a Star Wars loving uh, a man who has um, helped me deal with my inefficiencies. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, yeah, I was not able to see the first Star Wars that came out, nor was I able to see Empire Strikes Back. I saw Return of the Jedi as my first full length Star Wars film in the theater. Did you get to go see him at the re-release in the nineties? Yes. Oh, good. But that's after I had seen yeah. Return of the Jedi as my first Star Wars film. So, yeah. see, I was a broken child at that point. <laughs> hey, there are yeah. worse lives to live. Yeah. But that's, I, I just wanted to let you know that, Theo, because I figured you would appreciate that. <laughs> I know people who've, who've been similarly deprived. Traumatized? Yeah. <laughs> Traumatized. Yeah, that's the one. I managed never to see the Star Wars Christmas special. But oh, every time a Star Wars movie came out, including the re-releases, um, my dear late partner, Gail, was absolutely addicted to Star Wars. And wow. even even as she became less and less able to, to 
handle moving or to 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 travel. She yeah. insisted on going. Um, nice. And so yeah, it was it was one of those things that we had in common. She was a fan girl. Yeah. Yeah, it became a tradition uh, with us. Yeah. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So um Wait a and you know I not, need to get going. Uh, so no problem, Theo. Thanks for calling, brother. Yeah. Oh, sure thing. Uh, I don't get to talk to you that much, so that's cool. Yes, I'm sorry about that. Um, oh, okay. And I'm in the I'm in the business of trying to help reclaim a house that was not well treated before we got here. Yeah, you're um, going through a yeah. hell right now, from what I understand. Well, it's rough. Actually, the weather was reasonably decent for this part of of Oregon today. And it was a chance to go out, saw wood, do some some reclaiming, and gather some firewood from a huge old tree that's on the property. Oh, and good. it'll it'll gradually come together. Yeah. Hopefully, we won't have any good. more drive-by shootings in our neighborhood, which we had oh. just before Christmas. Oh God! How far away was that from you? <clears throat> it was up at the end of the block. Um, oh. Okay. I was I was literally smelling gunpowder because I was outside and there was a strong breeze. And yeah. the, uh, obviously the car of the shooters drove by and our security cameras picked it up. So Portland PD very nicely, uh, they came, got our information, borrowed our machine, cleaned it up, uh, got through the access codes through it, which the previous owner had not been willing to give us. Found in. Now we can actually access it and set up a security system thanks to the. Oh, good. So we provided evidence. Oh, cool. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that worked out in its own strange way. Um, anyway, I'll let you folks go and I'll just be listening. Love you, Theo. All right. Thank good. you so much. Take care and I love a bunch of you. And have a good new all year. Right. I'll love you back. Yep, yep. Definitely. You too. You Thanks. Uh, all right, Theo, uh, my brother Theo. That's so, amazing. I love Theo. Yeah. Yeah, he has so much Facebook and everything. It's great. Yeah, I mean, he he is such a he's a storyteller and um and a good one. Oh yes, uh, you know and he has that's, so much knowledge. I know, and 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 again, I admire that so much that you know he you know he and Mark Hamill were kind of you know running in the same circles back in the seventies. Uh, you know, again, I, I I'd give my left arm. No, I wouldn't. Uh, but no, I, I I'd do anything. Not no, I wouldn't do anything. Well, <laughs> I would I, really. I wish. I wish. Uh, sometimes I think I was born too late. You know, for think, some of the stuff if, that happened in the sixties and seventies. Yeah, I think if we hooked up Theo and Shane, they'd have some wonderful conversations. Because Theo is a war, uh, you know, you know, airplane and and aeronautics buff, and Shane yeah. is a war buff, and they just. They have so much in common. It would be amazing. Nice. Very good. So, Adam, going pretty good for the, the, the showdies tonight, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm having... hmm? I'll, do, I'll get mine out of the way if you want to get mine out of sure. the way. Alex Jones. E- easy enough. Oops. I, I, just, I was like, oh, fuck it. It's Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, do, you, do you have the audio clip I sent you? Yes, I do. I just need to. Uh, All right, I, I this out of a hat of uh, stupid, fucked up things Alex Jones has said in the last year, and this is what we got. You have just Trump is so fire breathing, so energetic, so 
cunning, so real, and he's having results so amazing that it just makes me be endeared to Trump. I'm ready to die for Trump at this point. And I'm already ready to die for America. It's the same feeling I have for America because he is America. You're America. It's the same way I get endeared to people I know that have fought hard and lost legs or arms for this country and just how hardworking and good they are. Now, compared to the average person who's lazy and doesn't care, I, 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 just, I just feel humble to be around those type of people because I study policy. I'm a policy wonk. And I know that Trump and Bannon really know what are ha what's happening. They're really trying to cut taxes. They're really trying to get loans to small businesses. They're really trying to get us out of carbon taxes and Obamacare. And they're doing it. They're delivering. And it's so well thought out. It's so good. I've studied history. I've covered politics for 25 years, 21 on air. And I've never seen anything like this. This is bigger than 1776 if Trump can deliver. And then I see all the news. I've got articles today. Ha ha, there's tens of thousands of bureaucrats that are going to leak everything you're doing militarily and sabotage you. That's called treason. That's executionable. You are crazy um, in the crap fight in the monkey house. <laughs> well, well played, sir. I wonder if he's saying that Steve Bannon uh, it was treasonous and should be executed now after uh, what the Trump administration is saying. Steve Bannon leaked information out of the White House. Uh, so wow. Alex Jones, my shithead of the year, uh, who was just talking about Steve Bannon the other day saying, Oh, this is no big deal. I'm not in the defense. I'm not here to defend Alex jo or uh, oh, Alex Jones. I'm not here to defend <laughs> Steve Bannon and Breitbart. I mean, but you know, Breitbart. We we send them all kinds of traffic, but they never send us any traffic our way. It's like zero. But I'm not here to bash Breitbart. But seriously, I've been sending them so much traffic, they haven't sent me any back. It's really starting to piss me off. But seriously, I'm not here to to bash Breitbart. But fuck Breitbart. Uh, yeah. Wow. So. So, yeah, he's completely devolved, you know, and he's like, oh, what Trump and Bannon are doing for America. And a few short months later, he's throwing Bannon under the bus like, he, you know, again, you know, the redheaded stepchild. Uh, him, I don't know. Him, I never saw him in my life. You know, oh, fuck you idiots. You know, uh, so, yeah, so uh, for being such a major propagandist, and uh, selling your soul to a reality TV star. You were always a hack. You were always an idiot before this, Alex Jones. But now, you're more than that. You are Kenny Pick's shithead of the year. Well, let's, give, let's give him his coily. 2017. As soon as I... Oh, wait a minute. Where is the coily? Uh, Lizard people like the coily! <laughs> <laughs> That's the Shithead of the Year Award. It actually says it on the base. Shithead of the Year. And I They're putting coilies in the water. Turning the frickin' <laughs> frogs gay! And I, coilies are making the frogs gay! <laughs> oh, also, Breitbart has actually cut uh, Steve Bannon loose now, so... Yes. That's hey! Right. That's right. So, Kenny, when, uh, you're yeah. getting, when you're getting this Jones audio, I mean, is this what you're thinking? There's a whole there's like three or four. I think that's yeah. four hours of radio a day. What? Um, How the fuck? I, I I can... say, I'm gonna give a hat. I'm gonna give a hat tip right now. If you notice, that was pitched up. Uh, that was that, that was, was beautiful. Of, of Tom Tom Schaefer used to do pitched up. Um, uh, Alex Jones for the show. And when he left the show, I retired it. I didn't want to want to be like oh, taking his bets or anything. So. Um, so I'm, I'm still looking for that new candidate of who gets pitched up next on Turn Up the Night. Alex Jones was a good one. The first pitched up one was Trump. Then I abandoned that, obviously, because I'm not going to spend all this time pitching up every fucking Trump clip. I have revisited it here and there. But, um, but yeah, Tom Schaefer gets full credit for uh, doing the pitched up. 
um, uh, Alex Jones. Let's so let's he didn't let that bid go to waste. I'm still looking for the perfect other person to pitch up. Although I do like pitching down Jared uh, Kushner, but he barely talks. <laughs> yes. Actually, I made a good joke in the Critical Role fan club because I was I was saying I wanted to pitch up Matt Mercer saying, how do you want to do this? I said, by the time I'm done working my audio magic, pitched up Mac, M- Matt Mercer will be the new pitched up Donald Trump. <laughs> oh. There you go. There you go. Let's dispense with Alex Jones with this. His stupidity is beyond belief. Hell yeah. Actually, that reminds me, did you guys have, I don't know if you guys, you guys don't follow a lot of anime voice actors like I do, but um, the voice actor for Vegeta, who does, you know, who, you know, does the, yeah. uh, over, it's over 9,000, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's over 9,000, that's, that's Chris, Chris Sabat, uh, he has challenged the voice of Goku, Sean Schemmel, <laughs> To a round of the new Dragon Ball Z fighting game, <laughs> and their oh, Funimation's awesome. Funimation's taking bets. Well, not literal bets, but um, what, yeah, yeah. What the hell is this, though? Sanity, sanity. In all the years that we have known each other, has there been any time that I have ever given you cause or reason to suspect my sanity? <laughs> I'm have to fix that. Although that is that is a good get smart. You, you, Kenny, you know. I love Get Smart. It's a good clip. It's, yeah, know. that is a good clip. Well, did somebody send that to you? No, no. I just, for some reason, it was in my box. Oh. But it's, oh, got, okay. to be, it's got to be polished up. That's, that, that's. There you go. Or find a better co- better source. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I just forgot to mention that because, uh, since I mentioned my just because I just find it so amusing. These Those two are good friends. It's not serious. Oh, and I know. That, that, I mean, I it's a video fight. Yep. Well, but they've been working together for like, geez, how about twenty years? You don't work with someone that well, long and not be friends. There are a lot of really funny video games out there, uh, video game videos on YouTube. Um, there's um, Caravan of Garbage. Do you guys ever watch that? Uh, it's like Mr. Sunday Movies has a, a channel. Uh, it, he does like movie reviews. It's like two Australian guys, and they're okay. fucking awesome. Their accents are amazing, but yeah, they do uh, um, uh, Mr. Sunday movies, and then they have the Caravan of Garbage, and they did one on the Star Wars Christmas special, and basically they just kind of do, mostly they do old, like, Nintendo games and stuff like that, and they'll just play them and show how impossible they are to play and how sucky the interface is. Oh, yes. They uh, they have a really good one of Super Empire Strikes Back that they just did, so... Uh, I I found them because they were big. Uh, uh, they were big in the lead up to Alien uh, Covenant, um, and uh, they trashed that movie. <laughs> you know, when I when when I hear some of these um, uh, these streaming videos and these these things, I wish I kept my Amiga uh, two thousand because there were some oh games God. on those that were absolutely friggin' amazing. And if I had like actually filmed. Or you know, audio recorded oh, yeah. any of that crap, people would have just loved it, and I could have I had know, had millions of YouTube hits. But I think a lot of these, uh, I think a lot of these guys who do these videos do the emulators from the internet internet archive because they have a whole bunch of emulators over there of of old games. So yeah, maybe but your games are there. Yeah, I played like Lemmings and like Shining Lands. Oh, and Lemmings all sorts was of really crazy stuff. Yep. Lemmings, I remember Lemmings. That was fun. Lemmings was a great. Yeah, but this, but, is a, um, this is the Amiga before IBM decided it was yes. going to become a game machine. 
Because they saw, yeah, like, Amiga. Amiga was owning the industry at that point. Oh, there's an, and I'll, I'll shut up after this, but there's another really yeah. good YouTube channel I subscribe to for a guy who worked for Sierra Games back in the the late 80s and early 90s. Okay. And and he, he tells the story of working at the Sierra out in, I think, Washington is where they were based. Mm-hmm. Um uh, Seattle, or maybe it was Portland, or something like that. I don't know, but no, they're, they're, he he and his buddy tell the history of working at Sierra Games, and it's fascinating. It's so fascinating how he got his job and everything. But uh, <laughs> I'll find that and and send it to okay. you guys. But yeah, there's good video game shit, weird video game shit on YouTube. Yeah. But yeah, Adam, we are I'm, old school right. gamers, so you know, yeah. Adam, if you want to ask us anything before you were born, ask us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not that much older than I am. I am. 50. How old are you? 37. See, I am older than you. I said you're <laughs> not that much older than me. Okay. I was literally a teenager older than you. He was literally a teenager, Adam. I had an Atari. There you go. I had a Pong. <laughs> and a TRS-80 Model 3. There we go. Oh, this is this is becoming I had a big lunch. <laughs> I had a Vic twenty with Impossible Mission, not Mission Impossible. Okay, but Impossible it, Mission. Yeah. Was it, was it literally an Impossible Mission? It was. It sucked. You <laughs> yes. Word commands in this game. It was in like an RPG that you had to type in word commands. You were in a corridor. There is a turn. There is a corridor to oh, the right. Yeah. Left. What do you want to do? L. The, the you best. Went, there is a door. It is locked. What do you want to do? Key. You. The, I don't understand that command. Open. I don't understand yeah, that command. <laughs> yeah, the best Kit. game I had on my Trash 80 was Zork. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was a fun game, too. Uh, I yeah, but it, yeah. You know, I'm actually glad I'm a little younger, because I got the good games. Final Fantasy VI. Yes, you did. Secret of Mana. Yeah. Chrono fucking Trigger. You got good games. Earthbound. But I still I still have a Sega CD. Earthbound. So. Yeah. See, I was in my twenties when I got Earthbound and shit like that. So yeah. uh, but I'm I'm a better person for it. Yeah. So anyway, uh it's we're we're running long again. We're just having too much fun <laughs> yeah, on tonight's the, show. Yeah, the yeah. old farts versus the new farts. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, we'll be All right. right back after this. Whoopee. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. You didn't tell me he'd gone this crazy. He's really stepped it up a notch. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
Terrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Well, hello there. This is Kenny Pick. Thanks for listening to Indie Media Weekly. Be sure to check out my show, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. For those who dare.
This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and be sure to listen to my music program, The Night Show, every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. The Night Show features a broad selection of eclectic music from my personal library, as well as your requests. So be sure to visit IndieMediaWeekly.com and find the tab for The Night Show. Join the chat and submit your requests every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern on The Night Show. Only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com for those who dare. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Superpowers, got any? Well, um, I can eat my own weight in ding-dongs. Uh, I can turn red traffic lights green just by staring at them. And I can do an oil painting with my butt. That's enough to get you on this show. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. And we are back for our final segment here on Mike Trek Radio. Joining me as always, the great city of Missoula, Montana, John Kendall. Woo, 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 woo. I think that's the, the most energetic woo, woo. he's been in a while. That's, that's pretty I can feel it from here. Yeah. Behold, oh, and my woot. And behold, my woot the again. Power <laughs> of, behold the power of cookies. <laughs> See? Anyway, it's also. A, it's a 2018 miracle. Also joining us out of uh, the city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, Mr. Miles Lagon. Yes, hello. Ready to go? Also out of Port St. Lucie, Michelle Lagon, who can, in fact, uh, eat her own weight in ding dongs and other tasty confections. I would not try, but I will say I have been showing how old I am in chat. And that makes me sad. <laughs> oh, no, no sadness. No sad, no sad. I I am an old internet person. I'm feeling really, really old. <laughs> but we're old. Together I do too. Here. I do too. And then I say, stop fucking with myself. <laughs> and finally, oh wait, no, fine. Uh, 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 Miles Lagan out of uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida, as well. Yes, hello. Did wait? Did you already introduce me? 
That that's Did a I? double. You got a double tonight. Lucky. Whoa! Whoa! You forgot I, Kenny. I, I didn't will, forget. Oh. No problem. <laughs> oh. He ne- he'd never forget me. My brother Adam would never forget Mr. me. Mr. Yeah, Kenny picked out a clue. That's weird. That's right. And j- just so everybody knows, Skype has a porg infestation. Nanny, nanny, boo, boo. Oh yeah, I saw uh, that. Yeah, I didn't realize. Okay, you know how we have a, you know, everybody everywhere on the planet who does social media can put a smiley or, you know, emoji on stuff. Well, Skype has that function, too, on a private chat that we use when on breaks and stuff. And John sent a message, you know, and uh, (laughs) when I welcomed him back, he sent a message and I was and I was going to put a smiley face or something like that. And I opened the fucking thing up and there's. Two porg emojis. Oh no! Yeah, and I put them in the chat, and I was like, "This is great." And and then John, dude, would you like to read the comment you you wrote when I sent you the porg emoji? John? Yes, when I John? found my mute button. Um, there you go. <laughs> I went. Did you just porg at me? I never porg on the first date. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and then Kenny. And then Kenny sent, like, another batch of porn emojis. And I said, I'm a lady, not a harlot. Porns are evil. I'm sorry. They are not evil. They are a merchandising ploy. And even John Hewlett saying said they are a merchandising ploy. Yep. There we go. John Fuel saying isn't right about everything. Damn it. Yes, he I is. Think, Damn it. <laughs> I think, Steve, you know what? I think you should do, Adam. Um, you should push your own buttons and maybe uh, clip out what a porg sounds like and have that re- uh, you're ready on the program. Uh, sure. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, Tim is in chat. Have Tim, Tim call, call. Come on, Tim, call us. Come on, Tim. You got to have a shithead of the year. Yes. We still have we still have uh, uh, two more uh, shitheads of the year from John and Adam, but we could probably yeah. take one more from a caller one three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six. Again, the number is one three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six. I'd love uh, Tim to call us. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. If Tim, if Tim is free, uh, yeah, uh, no pressure. But if you if you can, yeah. please do. Uh, or broke hammer if you're still out there. Yeah. Um, but anywho, um, you guys should probably get on with it because we still got two more shitheads of the year, right? Oh, yep. yes, we do. Time yeah. is short. All right, John, <laughs> you're up next. My shithead of the year is Adam Dale Hebert. No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> got him. Bad, bad boy. <laughs> I'm a bad man, mama. I'm anyway. a spanking. <laughs> John Kennel is a bad, <laughs> bad, bad man. How come I think John you would like you to give him a spanking? Huh? We got to put John on pause for a moment because the best thing in the world just happened, right? And that is that Tim Carmel is called the show. I did. Tim, Thank what's you. up? Thank you. Hello. Hey. So yeah. what do you got? What do you got for us in terms of uh, who's your shithead of the year? Oh, shit. I almost knocked my drink over. Oh, shit. This year, there's so many to choose from. I know, right? There are. There are. Well, you just you just, uh, just, just joined the show, so he might not have one ready to go, but I, I, I could just say, hey, Tim, what do you, what do you want to talk about right now? 
Well, you know, I'm thinking my Chanel of the Year, I was actually going to go with uh, Susan and Michelle with Sarah Hickabilly Slanders, but since they already chose her, I'm going with Stephen Miller. Well, there you go. You you have, uh, wait, who, uh, who had Stephen Miller? That was uh, Theo, right? Yeah, Theo, yeah. Oh, somebody already had, I must have missed that part of the show. I've been listening since about 8.30. No, that's all right. Yeah, um, yeah. Theo uh, called in uh, with uh, Stephen Miller, and uh, th- that interview he talked about that interview we did with Jake Tapper. Yeah, I love you. Threw him off the show. <laughs> oh, that was magnificent. Word is he had to be removed from the studio. Wah wah. <laughs> uh, so many sad trombones. Uh, it's, are you commuting right now, Tim? Am I what? Are you commuting right now? No, I have you on my uh, on my Bluetooth speakerphone. Oh, okay. There we go. So, um, is there uh, um, anybody else uh, want to say hey to Tim and jump in here real quick? This is a this is a distinct honor. Tim Carmel and John Fugel singing one night. Oh, please! <laughs> I'm not, I am not worthy. <laughs> I admire both of you, so, you know, I can do that. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. No problem. So, uh, uh, Adam, uh, you, we've had some good times on Tim's show in the last few months. Oh, yes. And remember, my first time on the show was with you, Kenny. I, that is true. That was a classic. Yeah. So yeah, I always yeah. enjoy I always enjoy being on Tim's show. I just I feel felt so bad because I kept having to cancel last year, uh, last quarter. It's like you know my bosses aren't playing ball. I, there's nothing I can do. Yeah. Well, hey, you got to do what you got to do. Work comes first, right? And, I, That's what and you know who to call if you if, and you know who to call if you need a fill in. Yep. Right. And Miles and I can always help fill in as well. We just did not want to. Uh, uh, say that we, we we could join you. So well, you're always welcome. Everyone yes. is always welcome. Yeah, I, very. I nice. do not dis- <laughs> except when except for uh, crazy right wingers. <laughs> oh yes, Tim. Yeah, I mean, we talked a little. We talked a little bit recently, and I've been listening to the show, and I'm really happy to say that you're now on at 10:15 p.m. Eastern. Um, right after the Tuesday, right after the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night. That is awesome. Thank you, Kenny. And uh, you know, and, and what's great is now I like am listening to the show put fresh at, right after I do my show while I'm doing the podcast. And I gotta say, you guys are you know, you always knock it out of the park. You guys have been on fire the last few weeks. Well, I have to say, we we've been trying, but. You know, I can't. I have tried to do a live show, Kenny, and I can't do it. <laughs> I hey, just don't you have, know, I just don't have the time to put it together and try to produce no. it. But uh, that's why we do a podcast. But it, it works, yeah. and uh, and uh, it's we have fun doing it. And uh, Joe has got a great clown car for us tomorrow. Revolving oh. what? Oh, yeah, no, wait. We're, and I'm sorry, involving. Uh, say it again. Get holes. <laughs> Shitholes! Play the yeah. clip. Play the shithole clip. What kind of shithole planet is this? Yeah. <laughs> we, I, I, you know, if you want, if Joe wants to borrow that, I don't mind. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's 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 a great oh. clip from the mis- 
from the Mystery Science Theater 3000 movie. Well, Tim runs the board, so send it to him. Well, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I'll send it to you though. It's it's a good one. Awesome, man. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Uh, we, we we gotta we gotta get to two more shitheads of the year, but uh, always Thank a pleasure you, speaking with you, Tim. Happy New Year, everybody! Happy late. New Year! <laughs> and boom, shakalaka! Same to you. Don't drop Thanks, Tim. Yes. Love you, man. All right, we'll be. <laughs> Good oh, night, shit. Tim. Bye. Cool, rocket, you Later. turkey. So, sorry, <laughs> I'm gonna apologize to Tim in the chat for <laughs> hanging up on him. Uh, Oops. Uh, go ahead. Uh, uh, so back to John for his uh, shithead of the year, right? Yes, I I do actually have a real shithead of the year. <clears throat> May 2017, the body slam heard round the world. My shithead of the year is Greg Giant Fart. Uh. For all those that aren't familiar, Greg Jean Forte uh, was at uh, an event, you know, kissing ass, uh, shaking babies, kissing butts, and um, journalist Ben Jacobs from The Guardian uh, went to ask him a question about the uh, new healthcare bill. And uh, there was a scuffle um, which resulted in Mr. Jacobs, uh, his glasses being broken and him basically choke slammed to the ground and Gianforte uh, have, getting him in a mount position to uh, what I suppose would be... Uh, Slap at him. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, I'm not generally a violent person, and I, I think <laughs> that... I think the answer for... I think the uh, action for somebody... If, you know, if you did get... None of us were there. Like, if you did put the microphone a little too close to his face, like, there's no <laughs> reason... There's no reason to throw a fit and smack this guy around because of a question that you said you would answer once the CBO had released their findings. The CBO released your fi- released their findings, and the guy followed up with the question. Um, he also misled police after the uh, journalist... Uh, he then promised that he would go and get interviewed by the Guardian. He didn't do that. Uh, and to kind of wrap it all up into one giant New Jersey disgusting barge of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I love that term. That's great. Disgusting barge of garbage. That's said it was the liberal media trying to make a story. Go! Sure. Uh, uh, sure, as they do. Oh, God. Wow. Breathtaking. Breathtaking. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to say I, 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 beyond, too. 
I've had yeah. a long day. I'm tired. I'm re- I I'm I'm fatigued. I'm gone. Yeah, all right. Now, can I can I say something real quick, John? Uh, just I just want to interject real quick. I think we have an historic first here on Mike Check Radio, and that is, I think every one of us has threatened bodily harm or kind of alluded to it uh, <laughs> uh, on this program tonight. Except I don't think I have. Well, no. I'm, wow, I'm... that's right. Adam's been <laughs> the kinder, gentler. Adam has turned over a new leaf in 2018 and has not uh, threatened to punch a Nazi. Who did I threaten to punch? I ju- I, I'm, I'm just saying, I think... I, I don't punch not... anybody. It's no. okay, sweetie. I, I think Kenny's <laughs> point is really that how much improvement oh, Adam is. No, okay. uh, no. I think yeah. it's. I think it's that Miles, myself, and John all said something like we wanted yes, to. Okay. You know, <laughs> you know okay. like when Alex Jones said, "I'd die for Trump." Well, I'm not stopping you. You know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, but, um, no. The response yeah. is, "Why are you still alive?" Oh. Yeah. You can't even die right, conservatives. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Adam's back in now. So. All right. <laughs> But John, did you have anything else? I'm sorry, because I, I cut into John's time. I just wanted sorry. to say. Uh, P.S. Greg Gianforte sucks. <laughs> I, I I concur. I concur. There you go. There you oh, go. I was drinking during that. I almost spewed. So. Oh. Yeah. So I think this I is have the- that effect on a lot of women, Michelle. <laughs> hey. Oh, Cole. Do you have something like a buzzer that you can use? <laughs> uh, I f- anything, just anything. Well, Susan, like, uh, you are. Uh, I don't know. There's something you have. There we go. Yeah. You're perfect. Ooh, that's a harsh buzzer. That's a lot meaner of a buzzer than my buzzer. Um. <laughs> <laughs> But this is Mike Tech Radio. Sorry. But you know what, folks? This is a, another uh, epic and monumental occasion right now because this is Adam's show. This is Adam's concept, Shithead of the Year. And now we're going to hear from the man himself who his <laughs> Shithead of the Year is. Heck yeah. I know. I mean, there's just so many. All of what we've done tonight is built up to this moment. So, Adam. <laughs> There's just so many choices. I, I mean, and of course, I did say no, no Trump, you know, because like I said, low hanging fruit. Um, yep. But I'm gonna have to go with Kellyanne Conway. She's just, I mean, yep. she she will not stop going on TV. She doesn't want to accept the fact that she's responsible for this monster being in the White House. When when the history books are written, if she gets mentioned at all. It will not be favorably. Nope. No way. You know, history is going to rip her a new one. Yeah, I agree. You know, we we have to, we also, you need, you would be remiss if you did not mention 2017 also brought about the concept that Conway spewed forth to Chuck Todd. Of alternative facts. Yes. Yeah, she is a spinmeister. She is like the who's who was the who was the the guy in the the I mean I know it's a, the, the Nazi reference thing, but who's the Nazi guy? The propagandist. Gerbils. 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 Yeah. yeah, she is. She Gerbils. Is, hamsters. Gerbils. Without. You know, I mean, you can say what you want about Sarah Huckabee Sanders, but you know she's the face of the Trump administration, and doing a piss poor job at it at that but when it comes to just going on to these tv shows 
and spinning and spinning and spinning. Yeah, she, hands down, hands down. Yeah. She's got Oh, it. Kellyanne Conway was Sarah Huckabee Sanders before Sarah Huckabee Sanders was Kelly Conway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. That's a, that's a good pick though, Adam, because that alternative facts comment happened almost a year ago to the day. Yeah, and that's tainted this entire year in yeah, and put light speed hyperspace drive on the whole fake news bullshit that the Trump cult vomits on their shoes every fucking waking hour. Yeah, well, I mean, all right, you know, I mean, the woman sold every principle she supposedly had. Of course, we all know in this program that conservatives don't have any real principles. Nope. You know, their only principle nope. is how can I screw over other people. Which Absolutely, really, which really isn't a principle. She worked for Ted Cruz first, and then she was calling for Trump's tax returns, and then all of a sudden, boop, nope, working for Trump, nah, screw the tax. Yeah, yeah. but no, uh, uh, Hebert, you you done good, you done good, because thank you. She's kind yeah. of fallen away, but she really did kind of set the tone for sure. everything that happened last year. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And, and I, you know. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> and I, I do enjoy the Saturday Night Live impersonations of her. Oh. <laughs> the, 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 the Kellyanne Clown one. Oh, my God. Oh, that was awesome. Oh. <laughs> Man, Kellyanne I, Clown should, way. Should, should next year be, should we come up with the best response to the Trump cult of 2017 award for next week? Oh, that'd be cool, yes. You know, because there's a lot of funny shit that happened yes. uh, against those guys last year. Funny or Die uh, did a great stuff. SNL oh, did Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, SNL. Bear, Samantha yeah. B. you know, everybody. Yes. So Even uh, even John Oliver has some really good stuff. Oh, John, oh, yes, I, I, I'm torn between Oliver and Colbert. You don't I'm have to choose one much. or the other. You can have both. Why not? Why not have both? Yeah, yeah it's, like, awesome. it's like stuffing <laughs> in potatoes. You can have right. both. Yeah. They are awesome. Sure. Um. So anyway, Adam, uh, 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 would you like to give any um w- kind words to people uh, in anticipation of the shit head of shithead of the year award for next year? <laughs> uh, just keep your ears to the ground. We will be back with this next year. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, Midnight Sun, of course, tonight. And the Bento Box will be expanding, growing like the blob, uh, to Oops. a full hour. Maybe Monday, Kenny? I don't know. Uh, if you can get it, if you can do it by then, uh, I'm okay with it. I think I might, unfortunately, have to. Uh, I think I can do it. But if the rollout doesn't happen tomorrow with the brand new, um, uh, Old time radio overnights. It's gonna happen Monday. Uh, Monday night, you know, might be oh, the first right. night. Of- I'm gonna, that, I'm gonna right. try my damnedest. I need to. Mm-hmm. I need to record a bunch of new uh, bumpers and promos and stuff like that. And it's it, th- it, there's a bit of a monkey wrench. A, a friend of mine, uh, there, they had a family member pass away, and Susan and I are uh, take. And they also just had one of their cats put to sleep, and they had to fly out of town. And so I'm taking care of uh, uh, Susan and I are taking care of their cats this weekend. So it's a little bit of running back and forth through snow. If, if things weren't like, you know, 
all snowy and weird, I'd have a little bit more time. Plus, we're also working on the new concept for the new show on Indie Media Weekly. And this is my parting shot, everybody. I'm not going to say anything else. Excellent. But, um, no, uh, but yeah, so we've got the new show behind the scenes. Adam's going to expand the bento box. I'm going to expand Gods and Monsters. That's probably going to wait until uh, February. But uh, it's going to be it's going to go from four to seven, and also old time radio overnight. Like I said, uh, just stay tuned. If you're up at midnight and you're listening to the network, wait for it. There'll be a surprise. It'll be fun. And um, Adam and I are both involved in that, and uh, we couldn't be more excited. And that's uh-huh. all I have to say. Except for turn up tonight, Tuesday, seven to ten PM Eastern, should be a hoot. All right, uh, John, what do you got for us on the way out, sir? Uh, tomorrow, Southern Progressive Revival, seven to ten PM Eastern. Um, for my segment, uh, tomorrow too. Uh, I'm going to be on with you tomorrow. I'm going to be on SBR with you tomorrow. Oh, cool. Um, Ari, I'm going to spoil my segment for you guys tomorrow. I'm not going to. It's not going to be like uh, dark and gloomy. Uh, we're going to oh, no. talk. <laughs> Who are you? What have you done with John? Yeah, it's gonna be something different. I'm gonna talk about um, or we're uh, each of the panelists. So Kenny, write this down. We're gonna each come up with uh, our own uh, version of uh, our own personal utopia. Oh, cool. Oh, that would be living within the song "Walking on Sunshine" by Katrina and the Waves for all eternity. I'm kidding. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah, you kidding? Uh-oh. The I only think... acceptable version of it is the very truncated version at the beginning of the Seven Miller show. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but um so yeah, that's tomorrow. Um and then after that, you know, uh we'll see what the road brings. There's always tomorrow. I'm sorry, Sean. All right, uh, Miles, what do you got for us on the way out? First off, just huge, huge thanks to Mr. John Fugelsang for gracing our show tonight. That was a, a big thrill and an awesome way to kick off the year. And uh, already looking forward to thinking of you know some like major blockbuster movie that is coming out later this year that maybe we can you know steal him for. Black that would be Panther. awesome. Well, Michelle's uh, our inside person, so if he goes to see a movie, he'll probably say it on his show. That's right. She listens to every word he says every yeah, day. Yeah. Do I detect, do I detect <laughs> the hand can, of jealousy? Dare I say no. envy? <laughs> no. no. Are you kidding? No, 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 no. No, if I I'm asked kidding. Michelle, if I'm I said, kidding. can I listen to John, she'd yield. Isn't that yes, I would. Yep. Right. <laughs> and then she could be the jealous one. Anyway. Uh so, yes, the big thanks to John. Thank you so much. It, it really means a lot to us. Yes. And um, I don't know. I'm so tired. I, we got a house guest. I'm so tired. I'm ready to zone. <laughs> so, um, uh, Tim Coramel uh, put Scott Dworkin is reporting that someone is projecting shithole above the entrance of the Trump Hotel in D.C. I hope that's <laughs> true. I hope that's true. I think it oh, is. Oh, I do, too. That'd be I think, great. I saw, I saw it on... Dworkin uh, is- Dworkin's a straight shooter, so it is true. I'll I'll go out on a limb and say it is true. What kind of shithole hotel is this? What kind of shithole planet is this? <laughs> Perfect. Right. Um, so you already got your parting shot. So yeah, like I said, Midnight Sun tonight, starring at eleven. We won't be doing Omake. I haven't decided the theme, so we'll probably just do free form. So if you have requests, uh, send them if you got them. 
And uh, Michelle and John. John. What? Did no. Michelle oh. and John? Get their Michelle picture? didn't get one. Michelle, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it it is fine. I am just glad that John joined us tonight for the show. Both Johns, John Kendall and John Fugelfang. I really enjoyed having him on. It was it's fun listening to him in an environment that he does not have to deal with the politics. Although we brought a little bit into it, but John really loves Star Wars and it's so cool to listen to him in that fashion. Well, he's seen it twice. I've only seen it once, so that's yeah. that's freaking cool. That's I, I wanted damn to cool. see it again, but I just had a chance to go out. But uh yeah. But but we do have him on tape that he will join us again. Yes. So, you know, but now, we, we, yeah. Now we just have to so, figure out if he ever watched anime growing up and what, what he was fond of. Yeah, but um, we, we could talk to him on other things as well. And it doesn't have to be politics. Yeah, I think he appreciates uh, thank, that. Yeah, so thank you, John, for joining us. Yes. John Fugelsang and John Kendall. Love you, John. You're getting your cookie soon. night night guys all right my party that's it for us midnight sun in about an hour maybe uh, but and uh that's it everyone have a great weekend we'll see you next week bye time for go to bed all right it is late shall we retire goodbye my friends goodbye to you all i'll never forget you live in peace goodbye all stay happy and good luck on our way to great Adventures. Get out of here! Disgusting worm! Push the button, Frank. I'll get you next time, Gadget. Next time. Visitors, thank you for your attendance.